Good evening, boys and ghouls. <laughs> <laughs> Most of business, guys. It's your boy, Justin954, with everybody's favorite uncle, Aaron Claude Miller. That's me. This year for Halloween, I'm going as creepy uncle. AKA <laughs> <laughs> my regular clothes. Uh, well, let's just, we're going to jump right in. We got two guests today, so I'm going to play the drop. Up first, we have my wife. My wife. <laughs> my wife, man. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, it's Kelsey's Corner. That's right. And from the far reaches of the frozen tundras of Russia. <laughs> <laughs> the Slav wife, Senya. Hello. <laughs> yes, the, the Slav wife. Slav wife. Russia's the wife. Slav, Slavic vi- yeah. wife, waifu. <laughs> the question is, do you own a velour jumpsuit? Uh, I think I did back there. Or, or like an Adidas jumpsuit. Oh, you mean Adidas? Yeah, I do. It's not a jumpsuit. It's a tracksuit. It's a t-shirt yeah, and I wear it I all meant. the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I meant, the uh, the, 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 the tracksuits. I figure yep. your closet should just be a every color of the rainbow. It should, especially now that it's not leaving your house comfy times. Like, I need to get it in every color and just wear that. When yeah, you- bitch, but it was just running season. You weren't out there repping. Fuck no, it's too hot. I need to wear something less, you know. It, they're they're long and they're usually, you know, black Dark and colors, white. Yeah. It's not good for outside. Yeah, and they're super loud sometimes. I heard uh, <laughs> I heard a story that when you gave birth to your wonderful son, you did it squatting <laughs> in a tracksuit. He <laughs> 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 just squatted over the wow, doctor's how did you hands. Know that? Wow. <laughs> Uh, well, I was telling I was telling Brian our Christmas picture should be all three of us in tracksuits. <laughs> I should, agree. yeah, definitely. You got to teach him the the squat, the the pose. You got to teach him. Oh yeah, arm. the double squat. Oh man, yeah, with the hands. You got to have the hands. <laughs> I did that for my parents once when I was wearing my tracksuit in their house, and they're like 100, percent you know, Russian in the house, don't speak English, all very <laughs> Russian. And I sit down. And I'm like, does this like tell you anything? This pose, they do anything for you? And they're like, what are you doing? <laughs> So, oh, they didn't recognize it? No, no. Mm, and they, they also make fun of the tracksuit. They say it's like <laughs> people who rob other people in the street wear those. So <laughs> I feel like I get shunned by the both sides. I'm That's the victim true. here. That's true. You you need to gel your hair down straight, like flat against your <laughs> eyes. That's the ultimate <laughs> Russian haircut. Shaved on the sides. No like fade, just a distinct line and then pushed straight down over your eyeballs. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't know yeah, about don't, Russian don't, women because <laughs> I just see those guys squatting. <laughs> I think Russian women are hot, right? Russian women are hot. Russian yeah. men, not so hot. Not so much. No, no. Moving to America was a wonderland. It was great. Because <laughs> 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 uh, all Russian dudes are mostly very skinny. Like where I lived. I can't talk for the entirety of Russia because there's so much of it. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. most people are pretty skinny. And then you move to America. Everyone's like. Not skinny, right? So. <laughs> We're Fatu Chan. <laughs> Gordo, you know, what is it? Oh, my God. I used to know how to say it. Oh, my God. How to say what? Fat in in Japanese. Oh, I can't remember right now. Well, it's not like I'm not talking about that. I'm oh, just talking debut. people are more muscular. Like everyone, you know, when I moved, I was like, why is everyone drinking milk? 
Like everyone is drinking milk constantly. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, that's why they're not skinny. They're drinking milk all the time. Ooh. That was my first like assumption of culture shock. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's drinking milk and soda. What the heck? <laughs> they mix their milk and their coke together. Milk, baby. <laughs> well, remember one point there was the gallon challenge. Everyone was like chugging gallons of milk and I'm just like, Oh, what the hell, man? And then throwing up. That's the whole thing is you can't drink a gallon of milk. You'll vomit. Yeah. Nor should you. <clears throat> Nor should you. Shouldn't drink any milk. Milk's gross. Cheese yeah, is great. Literally. If you think about it, it's pretty gross. Yeah. My students always get real freaked out because when I say milk, I say, just for reference, I'm talking about cow's milk. And they're like, well, what other milk <laughs> would you be talking about? And I said, well, there's a lot of milk I mean, out there. Funny there's lots you of different milks. Mm-hmm. You could drink squirrel milk. You could have the milk of rabbits. Orangutan milk. <laughs> Orangutan milk. <laughs> this is a milk podcast. <laughs> One time, uh, we made jello shots with milk of magnesia. What? And nobody shit their <laughs> pants, and we're really pissed. <laughs> is, is that something that happens? Oh. You shit your pants? Yeah, milk and magnesia gives it's, it's a, a diuretic. Laxative. Yeah. Oh, uh, I don't know. It's good for your if you need to soften your stools. It's like if what? My, <laughs> if my stools get any softer, they'll be puddles. How did the Jello shots taste? I don't know. Awful. It was Marcy going to a MySpace party, and we thought it would be really funny, like famous MySpacers, because Marcy was a famous MySpace. Was Jeffree Star there? I don't know. I I don't know. When I met him, it was somewhere else. But oh. I like to rub that, because Kelsey's a Jeffree Star fan, I like to rub it in her face that I met him a long time ago. I love Jeffree Star. I'm Googling him right now. Jeffree Star? Oh, I was MySpace <laughs> friends with him. I remember I was like eight. Oh, the makeup dude. Yeah. yeah. But he was a musician on MySpace, like back when you got famous on MySpace. Oh, I remember MySpace days. Yeah. Um, and I, it was like the first time I had seen a trans person, but I guess he doesn't identify as trans, but it was the first time I'd seen like a man um, in dresses and makeup like that. I'd only ever seen like RuPaul before, but. That RuPaul feels like the kindergarten version. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like the highly exaggerated kind of yeah, that's showmanship. A drag persona versus someone who's living life as, you know, a feminine person. Yeah. Or... Well, and it was really supposed to be like offensive. Like there was like a lot of like Nazi, like mm-hmm. he would like um, wear a lot of like German stuff. Yeah, man. Mm. All right. Well, that's weird. <laughs> I recently watched. 2006 was a weird time. I recently watched a trans woman fuck a regular woman recently. You know, scrolling through That's porn. That's nice. <laughs> scrolling through porn, and I was like, well, for science. And I just, you know, like uh, Pornhub lets you kind of preview. And I just let it play for a second. And I was like, mm mm. It's a little weird. <laughs> no. The top and the bottom don't match for me. It's not working for me. Finally crossed the line for you, huh? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's uh. So it was a trans male to female. Yes. Without bottom surgery. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I remember on Joe Rogan years ago when he used to have uh, Brian Redband, who would always want to talk about degenerate shit, <laughs> and uh, and then one time he was literally trying to convince Joe and whoever else, like, oh yeah, man, I found like the best porn. You watch like trans porn where like it's a hot girl getting fucked by a dude but the top is like a hot female so you get the best of both worlds and everyone just kind of looked at him and was like okay brian that's cool dude yeah <laughs> and he's like no you don't you don't understand i'm not weird it's, it's cool and it's like i mean sure whatever you like bro like yeah, <laughs> yeah it's whatever. not weird it's just not my bag you know what i mean i have a whatever friend does it i have a friend who's famous by it 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 was just i was scrolling and i was like huh 
and it started going. I'm like, mm, no. <laughs> I mean, I've also watched two dudes fuck, but that was not while I was alone. <laughs> nice. It was last oh, night. It was okay. last night. We invited two guys over. Yeah, we just watched them fuck. We actually. It. Hey, will you guys fuck so we can watch? <laughs> we make them dress like gladiators. Yeah. And whoever and out wrestles the other, we say kill him, and then they stab each other with their peepee. He says, "Need to finish." Place, <laughs> place, and then you count one. Two, three. <laughs> but Kelsey, and by gladiators, you mean American gladiators. Kelsey dives on the floor like a wrestling uh, ref and like, what? Like slaps the bed down. Hey. And yeah. Aaron's yelling, "Get up! Get up!" No, I uh, I once jerked a dildo off to gay porn while we were ordering. Uh, <laughs> no, just leave it at that. We were just ordering leave it at delivery that. at uh, my buddy's house who had a big glass door for a front door. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> yeah, it was for a video we filmed. Did you you once jerked a dildo off while watching gay porn? Yeah, it was out of my pants. Like it was supposed to be my. Pee-pee. It was supposed to be your penis. Got it. Yeah, it was a it was an interesting time. Yeah, <laughs> it was actually a really funny Ooh. video. Keith, I'm so sorry if you're listening to this episode. By the listen. way, Keith doesn't care. Oh, America's dad has left us. Take over. Yeah, the rails have been gone for a minute. Yeah, there knows there's no rails anymore. The rails ca- fell off. Completely when COVID happened. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. COVID. It got to the rails. The rails caught COVID. They did. Didn't make it. Wait, did y'all see that trailer for Michael Bay's new movie about COVID? No. They're like, COVID 23 is. How do you make COVID explode? People. That's the question. <laughs> <laughs> you shoot it into people. You shoot like nitroglycerin into people's veins and then light it. And then it nice. explodes. Oh, I see. I see. People are real pissed about it, though. Cause That's it's, what they call it. Yeah. The, it it's it's just like a shitty time to make a COVID movie because COVID's not over. Like we're still You're saying, s- yeah, are you people saying are it's still too dying. Soon? Yeah, it's too soon. Like if someone was trying to make a nine eleven movie during nine eleven, like while the planes are still hitting, <laughs> people yeah. would be like, "What the fuck, man!" <laughs> or like all these World War Two movies. Imagine if someone was just filming a World War Two movie during <laughs> World War Two, like just at the concentration camps, fucking filming sad people. That would be terrible. I mean, it's relevant. It's sad now, but it's sad in an objective way where you're like, oh, you know, that's the past. It's not happening currently, but COVID is still here, bro. We're still stuck inside. I'm not even doing shit for Halloween. Hey, I'm stuck inside. I'm talking to you right now. How about that? I would be be throwing a Halloween party right now. That's true. Cash me outside. How about that? One day we'll attend your Halloween party and leave early. Yeah, if Kelsey does come, we will leave at nine. Having a guest bedroom, Kelsey can sleep. It's very comfortable. Just saying. Honestly, if you put a pillow on the floor, Kelsey can sleep. <laughs> she was really impressed to find out that why you record this. And podcast, I have two cats. I sleep girl, in here. and they like to sleep with people. Oh, so. well, that sounds great. The only time she can't sleep is when me and Brian are <laughs> on no, Discord it's together. The only time I can't sleep. It's too loud. It's too loud. He yells. Oh, yeah. He yells. He yells. Uh, sir. <laughs> sir. <laughs> Sir on the ground and I can't I can't deal with that voice. So for reference This is why we're on separate floors. I'm upstairs on one end of the house and Brian is downstairs on the other end of the house and this is how I don't hear him. For reference on the the podcast here, Brian and I have a bit that we do called Nice Cops Who Suck Your Dick. <laughs> and it's it's a bit that exists in a world where when you do nice things, cops instead of tasering you and shooting you, they suck your dick. And so that's the and they play Brian, they play cops. The police reform, right? Yeah, and it's the voice because when I hear the voice, I think of what's the actor that I say that I hear Baldwin. 
Oh yeah, the Dan- one the one who played uh, Flintstone. Yeah, uh, uh, Stephen Baldwin. Yeah, I I hear I see him doing that <laughs> character, and I can't. It makes me cringe so bad, yeah. so bad. Because we just it was a lot of sir, take your <laughs> take your pants down and get on your knees. <laughs> a lot of that. It just doesn't. Oh, and then there's the Harry Potter and the un- unsmoked joint or oh half-smoked joint. Yes. <laughs> she just hears like the, you know, she only hears my half of any conversation. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so we... And they, they we act them riffing. out. So they come up with these storylines like Harry Potter and the half-smoked joint. Yeah. No, it's Harry Potter and the joint I couldn't finish. <laughs> <laughs> it so could then, be more than half-smoked. So then they're like... <clears throat> big difference. So then you play like... Hagrid or somebody, and you're like, Harry, <laughs> you're a wizard, Harry. You're this, a wizard, Harry. Is this joint not finished, Ari? And I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Listen, you fucking married me, dude. I fucking married. I already you. gave you the divorce papers. You just gotta sign them. Just gotta sign, and seal, deliver. Jesse and I will Girl, drive off <laughs> into the sunset together, and finally live our lives as we've always been, you know, destined to. As bachelors. Two dudes mm-hmm. sitting next to each other Two playing dudes. Dark Souls. Watching trans. <laughs> one raging and the other one being like, just just relax. It's fine. Like, Don't fucking tell me to relax. God, <laughs> were you with him, Jesse, last night while he was raging? You were raging so hard yeah. last night. Oh, yeah. I quit our party because Jesse pissed me off. Was that Jesse? Is that your not fault? Even. You made him rage? Not, e- not even. He was fighting the final boss of the game who was difficult and having a difficult time, which is normal. <laughs> and he... D- and. So he got hit by an attack, and he's like, "What the fuck?" And I'm I'm looking at the screen, and I love you, bud, but you walked into his into his attack, and you got hit by it. And I was like, "Dude, you just walked into his uh, his swing," and he was just like, "I'm done," and he turned his microphone off and he left. He's like, "I'm so done. This is so stupid. This is the stupidest fucking game. I'm so <laughs> fucking done." And I'm like, "Jesus Christ!" It was a rough. That's day, what, but see, that's when I get upset. Because, not upset, but it, like. Cause he like you'll rage, which is fine, but then you'll you'll blame it on the game and say the game's yeah, bad. Yeah, everybody and knows it's you the know. game's fault. Dude. All you have to do is get good, Aaron. Oh, Senia, yeah. Senia has had me quit Discord before too. <laughs> you triggered him. She just straight up said, "Get good," and I was like, "Do you think?" Yeah. <laughs> the and then he quit done? on me. Yeah, is that in League? You rage at League sometimes. Yeah. and too. then I came back and I was like, "I'm sorry that I left." Then. But I'm leaving again. Right. <laughs> he, again. But he's good now because he knows if he's like raging, like he's got to get out. Yeah. He used to just like stay in the rage. Dude, while I was fighting Hodrick yesterday on stream, he was I was raging at him. That's he's who set me off. That's why I was so pissed. Because, Fair enough, because that boss is, is broken. Well, no, no, it's Hodrick is the stupid invader in um Dilapidated yeah, Bridge. Yeah, yeah. He's fucking <sighs> So why I was so pissed is because I wasn't upgrading my weapon. Right, because I was like, I don't know what I want to use yet, and you don't get a lot of Titanite, and we were gonna make cheesy uh, new guys that we had all these souls that we were gonna use just to see like how cheese ball we could make the game early. That was like the 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 run we were doing, but I was just like dicking <coughs> around until Jesse um, got on, you know, like or was done beating Udix and was like getting whatever. So I was standing there, Hodrick invades, and I'm like, oh, I'll just fucking kill him, whatever. And I've never struggled with him ever, but generally I have a weapon. I've like already put a couple of levels into you know whatever and that motherfucker <laughs> beat the piss out of me <laughs> like he is yeah, brutal. broken because what he does is he for some reason at that fight he had infinite fp he could just cast warmth over and over again and he just kept healing himself and i'm like i just want him to die 
and I got him to yeah. like one hit left, and then he would get away. And then the two times I got him like one hit, and I went to hit him, and he fucking parried me. And I'm like, why? And he parried <laughs> me from a roll. That's why I was getting pissed. Because like he would parry me where you're definitely not able to parry. Like you, yeah. you shouldn't be able to roll and come out of that roll with like a fucking parry. But so I just literally quit the game in the middle of it. I was like, oh yeah, I'm not fighting him no more. And I just quit back to the main screen and went tell my other baby or my other big guy and was just back to farming and then i was like oh, i'll try and beat the game yeah soul cinder can suck my nuts <laughs> yeah he's pretty rough looking his second form so why i was pissed jesse is because that that hit is one thing right like i i ate a hit because i was dumb you know but then mm-hmm. that is a five hit combo he does in his second form that stun locks if you get hit once you're done that's it and it's like, why not just oh. make the one hit kill you then? You know what I mean? Like, why yeah. do I gotta sit here and watch him beat the shit out of me for five <laughs> minutes? Like, let's just move on. And that's why. Yeah, it was pretty rough. Pissed. And then Jesse basically told me, get good. <laughs> no, I, I, mean, I, I was wrong. nicer. He's not wrong. No, we know his trigger. <laughs> he's not good. And he needs to get good. No, I'm just, I have rage issues. It's <laughs> my trigger. My trigger is I gotta <laughs> learn. Whatever. It's funny. Yeah, it's, it's a good stream if you want to go watch a guy rage. Moonwitch was like, "Your fucking face folded up like uh, a Kermit <laughs> the Frog puppet, like when he sucks his mouth in." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, that was because that was you know when you're like, I'm gonna freak out, like, <laughs> and you're like, I don't know what to do with my body." God, he <laughs> raged in. Uh, oh my god, it was so funny in D and D. Oh <laughs> my god! I was crying. I was laughing so fucking hard. You went off. I don't even know what it was about. And just like he had been so quiet the entire game. Like sometimes he's more involved, and sometimes he's a little less involved, depending on what's going on. And then all of a sudden, he was like, "You know what? Fuck you guys. We're trying to be nice, and everybody that we're nice to is really fucking mean. You guys all can fuck off. Like piss off, you motherfuckers." <laughs> wow. And it, he went off, and I was just crying, laughing because it was a solid but- five minutes. Went off on who though? An NPC. An it was, NPC. I was like RP'd a guy my we character. saved. A guy we saved, and of course, every time we like are nice or helpful <coughs> to somebody, like they suck. Yeah, he was like, you know, the DM was pissed that we basically walked. Originally, this guy, we were <laughs> we're in hell in this game, and we were looking at a demon guy who was just like looking at this statue, trying to find some talking shit to himself, like Gollum, like it's mine. Yeah. And so then this random dude walks out and starts attacking him. And we're like, all right, well, we're just going to leave. Cause what the fuck do, what is going, you know, like I was like, yeah, I'm definitely leaving. Cause yeah, we, not involved. We were murder hoboing. And I was like, I'm just going to try not to do that. <laughs> and so then the guy was pissed. Cause then we helped him. Cause it looked like he was going to die. So we're like, well, shit. We saved him. We saved him, and then he's like, "Yeah, well, thanks for fucking, you know, letting me die." Whatever. I'm like, "Are you dead right now?" <laughs> so then I was like, "Well, we tried. You know, we helped you, and we saved you." And and he's like, "That demon," because we we're like, "Well, you just randomly attacked this thing." And he's like, "Yeah, that demon killed everyone I ever loved." And I'm like, "Well, I mean, you're welcome for helping you fucking kill it, you pussy. You fucking would have died if we didn't kill it." I'm like, it, so then he kept talking shit, and that's when I was like, "You know what, man." <laughs> I'm like, how about this? How about I fucking stab you and throw you down the stairs in this fucking stupid hole I found, and then whatever's down there can kill you, and I'll kill it after it kills you. I'm like, I'm fucking sick of all you people. We're down here trying to get your fucking stupid city to come out of hell, and I'm sick of every fucking person we talk to being an asshole. Oh my god. It was really great. It was good. And it was like it was like really 
so we usually play till like 10-ish, and by that time we're all exhausted because we play during the week and we all work and whatever. So it was like one of those delirious like <laughs> moments too where we're all really tired and it was good. It's a good time. Yeah. Oh, speaking of um, D&D, do you want to um, advertise what we're doing this weekend for Halloween? Well, yeah, I'm going to do a little spooky little one shot for my friends. Uh and I might stream it. I don't know. We'll we'll see. I don't. We're starting at eight o'clock on Sunday Eastern. Um, so not actually Halloween, but it's still Day of the Dead. That's still spooky. Dia Dia de los Muertos. <laughs> Dia de los Deftones. Right? Yeah, that, they're they're probably doing Dia Dia de los Deftones. Oh, that's a thing. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every okay. year they do. Well, I think this will be the third year, or fourth year in a row. They do like a Spotify playlist. And no one's mad. It's not cultural appropriation. They're or Mexican. They oh, are, are they? Yeah. yeah. Oh, cute. That's nice. Yeah. That's nice. They can do it. <laughs> they so can do it. I always said that he should stream because, like, our D&D campaigns, because they're just, they're hilarious. Well, I don't actually know. I have recently come to terms with the fact that I think things are <laughs> funny that are not actually funny. Like, I think I'm hilarious, and I think a lot of things are hilarious, and Aaron does not think I'm funny. I got very upset the other day because I showed her a meme that I thought was ten out of ten. Very like I literally laughed. Describe, for three describe, minutes. describe the meme. It is a picture of <laughs> Robert De Niro from The Joker uh, when he says three men are dead and you're laughing. Uh, you know the part <laughs> where at the end, like you know the, the mm-hmm. thing, and it's <laughs> it says you're laughing. The Rugrats are lost in Paris and you're laughing. <laughs> and I fucking <laughs> lost it. Because I like really random things. Like, I like things that I they don't make sense. You know, like, the the joke to me is when something doesn't make sense. But Kelsey didn't even smile. I showed it to her and she was like, eh. And just like, I was like, fuck you. Nah, dog, that's pretty fucking funny. I saw that shit. That shit was fucking funny, man. <laughs> yeah. Because it's... <laughs> I think Kelsey's reaction is the funniest thing. Yeah. She, the yeah. face did not change at all. It's probably was just like eyes. Yeah. I think they, I, like, really I think I like smiled and went, huh? No, you didn't even do that. Sometimes you do that to like pity me. Do you want to know how you know Kelsey's not funny? She likes SNL, like current uh, SNL. SNL. Oh. Uh, I think she's funny. I like. Yeah, SNL's uh, funny. Wait, you said current SNL? Yes. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> I like um, I like the one that everyone likes. Um, that. Uh, oh man, what's her name? Kate. Mc- Kate McKinnon. Yeah, I like her. Um, I think she's funny. So yeah, yeah. She, she thinks David S. Pumpkins is funny. Oh, David S. Pumpkins is funny. David S. Pumpkins <laughs> makes me wish I could get in that elevator and cut the fucking cable and just <laughs> drop to my death. Oh, that's a nice Halloween <laughs> Halloween treat. David S. Pumpkins. There may be Any some questions? kind of David S. Pumpkins component to D and D. Um, but yeah, so why don't we go ahead and talk about this week? We're doing a little spooky Halloween episode. We have no big, big plans, but we put out a questions thread. There's some some good stuff there. We did have some questions from last week to go over. Um, yeah, yeah, we forgot to hit those last week. Well, and it's funny because afterwards we were like, it is good that we didn't because they're pretty much all horror themed, which kind of goes along with Halloween this week. Yeah. Yep. Um. I have been in. I'm gonna play the drop real quick. It's been so one week. I've been on a horror fucking kick this whole month because I have Shutter, which we have a question about it. But um, I generally watch Shutter once or twice a week. I'll put something on. It's a great 
it's a great uh channel to have if you got prime i pay like two three bucks a month or something and then it's like i just have it added to prime um so i generally watch something on there um this week i watched the mortuary collection which is a new anthology horror movie that came out um we have Ooh, a nice I have a question about it so i'll just i'll, I'll kind of talk about it then i'll do a little my little review um there's a new creep show animated special they just put out that I have to watch actually because I didn't even know it existed hmm. till. Oh my god! Today. Yes. Yeah. So the creep show series they put out was actually pretty great. There's, you know, it's it's an anthology, so it's hit or miss sometimes, but it hits more than it misses. Um, and is someone typing? Jesse's doing something. Oh okay. He's what beating, you, beating what his you, meat with a monkey wrench. You know what I'm saying? What are you doing, Jesse? <clears throat> it's a controller. Good. You motherfucker. Uh, you can't hide it now. We can hear you, bro. Yeah, I'm actually kind of bored anyways. I'm playing Chasm. I'm lost. <laughs> Turning it off. Um, yeah, I'm going to so... watch gay porn and jerk off the still, though, instead. <laughs> Creep Show. <laughs> Creep Show was pretty good. Um, I'm excited for the second season. Um, since October started, I watched The Shed, which is a Shudder original that um, I think they picked up. I think it was... Not a Shutter film that you know they they picked up because it couldn't get distribution because of COVID. Um, it was pretty good. It's a vampire movie, but it's um, about a kid who accidentally catches a vampire into his shed. Um, well, it's in his shed trying to hide from the sun, basically, and then yeah, I heard of that. Yeah, it, it's good. It's it, it was fun. Um, I've been watching Buffy this week. I realized Buffy the Vampire Slayer HD is on all on Prime, and I'm like, oh snap, doing a rewatch. And it's, uh, I, I love Buffy. I, I, you know, I'm a big fan ever since I was a kid and it came out. Uh, but it is funny watching it now because, like, some of the shit just wouldn't fly. There's a lot of, like, rapey things with Xander. Xander's a sort of a piece of shit. I used to identify with him pretty hard because he was, like, the dude, you know, like, kind of like the high school kid. So it seemed like me. But I was less rapey. <laughs> I never raped anybody, but. He's like creepy. I don't know. It's weird, but it, it's how the '90s were. You know what I mean? Like how that was like different time. It was more acceptable to be creepy. Yeah, I guess it wasn't acceptable. It was just accepted. <clears throat> you know what I mean? It was just like assumed. Um, but yeah, it's fun. It's a good show. If you've never seen all of it. It's all on Prime. Got nothing to do. We're all stuck indoors. And then um, I've been playing a lot of Dark Souls Three. Haven't raged until yesterday. Uh, I raged a little bit in PvP, but that's different because I'm just annoyed of people. I just that's get, a different animal, though. Yeah, I just get annoyed when people are just cheeseball. Like, I, it annoys me when people are like built specific. Like, the, you know that this guy's like, I am making this character to only PvP, and I'm going to do the things that are very cheesy. And it's like, why is that fun? You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure it's fun every once in a while to just mollywop yeah. someone with a fucking rapier that you can just poke them, no matter because the hitboxes on rapiers are so broken. Like. Any thrust weapon, really? Have you have you ever had someone just chase you and hit you with a fucking rapier, no matter what you're doing? Yeah, it, you just it, they just poke you from like unnatural distances. Yeah, um, but yeah, I raged yesterday. I was not. I I should have just farmed. I should have just stayed farming. <laughs> Moonwitch was trying to help me. There's no helping me. I I'm on a break from League because I was getting annoyed in League, and then I was like, I don't want to be angry. And then Dark Souls was been has been good, but. What it is is I think I'm burning out again. You know, like, I think these fucking trophies, man. Well, that's why, because you're you're grinding these trophies that take a lot to get. Yeah. So you're doing, like, really uh, 
tedious shit over and over and over, like monotonous stuff over and over again. Hey, I got good today at uh, pairing the uh, Silver Knights in Anne Orlando before good dinner. Good job. Yeah, before dinner, there's one. You know the one that shoots the like he dives at you with that spear with lightning on mm-hmm. it. I can parry that now. Oh, sick. it's like seventy thirty though. If I'm one frame off, I'm gonna get stabbed. <laughs> but it's a pretty big parry window. Um, so it's pretty good, but yeah. I've been in horror world. <coughs> I should just Sorry. sit around listening to fucking haunted house music. <laughs> the ultimate. The ultimate scary, spooky Halloween. Kelsey's here for a Kelsey's Corner, so if you want to do it now, you okay. can do it now for your week, because okay. it's been your whole year. It's It's been a long time. It's been a while. <laughs> um <laughs> So, um, on, so I have some good shows to recommend to my friends who enjoy bad shows. Hey, (laughs) good news for people (laughs) who like bad news. Um, so there was a, um, movie on Netflix called My Octopus Teacher in which a guy becomes BFFs with an octopus. True story. It's like his... Uh, journey of spending a year going diving in the same spot every day and gets to like become friends with this octopus which is so fucking cool and at one point the octopus straight up cuddles with him so (laughs) jealous so jealous so that one was really good my sister said it made her feel uncomfortable that this guy loved this octopus so much <laughs> but they're <laughs> as man, they're you know? as smart as dogs so it's just like the same thing as like having a dog friend which i think they're smarter like. than dogs i think maybe well, i love my dog i think it depends on the breed to be honest we'll yeah, say I mean, I've, I've seen them we'll like put them gold. in like puzzle boxes and then they'll yeah. like get themselves out like oh, they'll yeah. do little yeah it's, they're pretty they're creepy really interesting animals they're fucking crazy yeah, creepy alien animals. Uh, speaking mm-hmm. of creepy alien animals, um, it's come out in uh, the science community that uh, crab is the most evolutionary, um, like, best shape animal to be. Uh, <laughs> crab is the correct answer, apparently. apparently Except we've been... we fucking eat them. Yeah, well, apparently we picked wrong. So the first... Um, they follow these like invertebrate species from 360 million years ago mm-hmm. and they can follow their fossil records and they all evolve to be crab shaped. <laughs> so like no even if they're even if they're not crabs, they can be like a totally different invertebrate but they all turn into crab shapes. So apparently crab is the correct answer. So what you're saying <laughs> is if aliens ever do come, they'll probably be crab shaped. Yeah, they're crab people. I assume. Oh, no. That would be terrifying. <laughs> Giant enemy crab. <laughs> No, you know the crab people's South Park episode. Jesse knows because he started laughing. Yep, yeah, yep. yeah. I thought about that too. Yeah. So we human apparently is the wrong choice. Crab was the yeah, but choice. crabs don't have titties, dude. <laughs> I mean, crab—they pretty much have armor all no the milk, time, right? No milk from the crab. Yeah. So I, I, what they think it is is that the crab body shape allows for them to be terrestrial or aquatic. Mm. Um, because there's like crabs who climb trees, and then there's crabs who like live in coconuts, and there's crabs who live in water. So, but like, if you're a lobster, <laughs> you can only live in water. So you're all fucking delicious, though. <laughs> Y'all picked the wrong one because my two human hands can smash you on a rock and dig your guts out and eat them. 
Um, there's um. a I watched this Amazon special call on Amazon Prime called The Phenomenon, and it's about. So do you guys remember earlier this year they released all the like alien documents? Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. it's that basically, and then interviewing um, every like all. It's always the Air Force. Um, all you know the time they've seen aliens and stuff. Last year we had. Naruto run at Area uh-huh. 51. They wow. can't stop us all. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. they declassified Area... F- I mean, yeah. chicken, egg. Yeah. Well, I think it's pretty obvious. To me, like, the obvious thing about that there were aliens was once Trump became president, like, a little bit into it, he was like, Space Space Force, <laughs> we need a Space Force right now. <laughs> Everything in yeah. Space Force. <laughs> no and it was like, what? <laughs> no one cares about space. Like, we haven't talked about space in so long. <laughs> we need space guns. And he's like, nope, space guns, gotta have them. And I'm like, okay, that's the clear... They just told him about the aliens, obviously, because Trump has no chill. <laughs> yeah. No chill. They gave him Adderall and told him about aliens, and, <laughs> and he was like, fuck it, we gotta go. <laughs> so, um, but they interviewed the guy from... Um, uh, Roswell and he was like yeah like the government came and put this like weather balloon and was like you're gonna pose with this and say like this is what you found because um, they took all the metal that he had found um, and the metal that he found is from so on on earth we have 92 elements mm-hmm. this metal is made from elements we don't have on earth or isotopes but they're not found here um, so Bro. Yeah. That's how we get mechs, dude. Yeah. So, and they were just interviewing all these Air Force guys about all the stuff they've seen. And it's like, I think we all kind of, I mean, I guess, I assume everybody believes in aliens. I think you're kind of selfish if you don't. Um, but to hear just like everybody seeing the same thing, like these um, indigenous people in Papua New Guinea, which have like no contact with like, you know, TV or anything like that. They all have this picture of like the classic, like flying saucer and the classic alien that like came and they saw, like visited them. So, um, yeah, they want to believe they, they <laughs> want to believe. So that was, um, pretty interesting. It was definitely slow though. It was definitely like, uh, one of the slow, like when I was watching that one about the pyramids, that was super boring and slow. Mm-hmm. It's definitely one of, one of those, um, new David Attenborough special on Netflix. God bless David Attenborough. He's like 93. Yeah. I'm going to be so sad. He's a 93 out of 10. You know what I mean? I'm going to be really sad when he dies. We're going to lose David Attenborough, and I don't think I can recover from that. Yeah, 2020 is not done. Yeah. It'll it, kill again. God, it'll... T- it's like either Paul McCartney or David Attenborough. Hey, for 365 <laughs> days, 2020 woke up and chose violence. Yeah. Oh, God. I am just got really sad thinking about David Attenborough dying again. So it just, he's been um, exploring and recording nature since like the 50s. So it's just him talking about the places he would go to in the 50s and then like how different they are now because we've lost uh, like 60% of Bro, our how wild. How fucking old are you if you were dicking around in the I just jungle told you, 93. 93. <laughs> I just. No, I know, but I mean you. like, how actually old are you? You're like, you're fucking old. Stop being in the jungle, you <laughs> I literally weirdo. just told you 93. Just let other people take pictures and then you look at them and be like, yeah, that's definitely a jungle. <laughs> There's a fucking that's an animal I seen once. Ninety-three. <laughs> I know Jesus. how old I know how old he is. Um and then um for my final thing, I found out one of my uh actually I don't know. Uh if I should mm, someone I met um in a professional setting. 
um, was it was uh, her last day. And she was like, I just got called to do season two of the reality show I was on. And we're like, wow. hey, that's cool. Like, what's the reality show? And she said, it's called Jocelyn's Cabaret. She's <laughs> like, look it up. So we look it up. It's a reality show about uh, strippers in South Florida. And they're trying to make, I guess Jocelyn was on Love and Hip Hop, which I don't watch. But she's trying to make a crab beret, which is more of like a classier. <laughs> uh, you said crab beret. Crab. And that's, uh, just <laughs> it like all little, comes back to crabs. A little French crab. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Salt crab, right? But I, I gotta t- so the first episode is free on YouTube. And uh-huh. I highly recommend anyone who really wants to watch the biggest train wreck. Because they are, because it's. Half like stripping, right? So it's like, and these girls are naked because it's on, uh, like Zeus Network or something. Like they're, they're naked. And then the other half is talking about like, um, half of them have pimps who like beat them up and take their money. And like they're, you know, all of the parents died and they had to take over taking care of their siblings when they're 18. It's like all this like real shit that makes you feel real bad. Like at one point she rolls up on a girl where she goes to like pick up men, uh, Johns, if mm-hmm. you, if you will. Um, so when I found out about it, I think I laid in bed and watched the entire, Aaron kept walking in and I, and I'd be like still watching the stripper show. I can't, I watched like all 10 episodes in a day because it was just, it was the craziest train wreck. Oh, and also there's like, you know, the classic stripper, like fighting topless, like grabbing (laughs) each other by the hair, throwing each other down. Um, they're starting which, a business. That's the whole thing. Is the yeah, crab, they're the trying to start. A, they're trying to start this crab beret. They found out crab is <laughs> <laughs> the evolutionary. Can you say that best. one more time, please? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, anyways, if you want to watch about these strippers in South Florida, and it, I mean, it's rural South Florida too. So it's just. Um, yeah, that one was fantastic. It's what my cast phrase is now. That's Florida, baby. That's Florida, baby. Um, and I think, oh, I watched this show, Beforeners, on HBO Max. This is my last one. Uh, fantastic. I think it's only on HBO Max because mm-hmm. yeah. it's a Norway show. I think it's in Norway. Um, it's about people who come back in time because of this like, I don't know, sci-fi event. To so come forward in time. Is there anyone from the future? No, you're correct. They come forward in time from previous times and they come and then it cuts to a year later where all of these people have come back and they just kind of have to figure out how to live together. And it follows a Viking woman who was a shield maiden. So she's a badass and she becomes a police detective. And then there's like a murder of another. They call them beforeners, the people from before. Um, So it's kind of trying to find this like murder mystery detective show, but also mixed in with viking living in modern day uh just wonderful truly magnificent oh i have an update for you kelsey we have disney plus again oh because the mandalorian right yee. okay yee, yee. so uh i just found out i got disney plus so <laughs> <laughs> um so that's it for me i did not okay i don't watch anything spooky because to me i like enjoy halloween but for a different reason i enjoy halloween because it's pre-christmas and I'm definitely a Christmas person. Um, you mean pre-Thanksgiving? No, yes, skip Thanksgiving. Holiday. Skip <laughs> fuck 
Fuck that colonialism oh holiday. God. Colonizers. <laughs> Fuck the colonizers. Oh I my God. I thought this was America. You celebrate right? yeah, Halloween, I, Thanksgiving, I, I, and then Christmas. I'm, I'm I pretty guess. happy those dudes came over here because nah, I get to live here. Yeah. I will go straight I, to Christmas. Colonizer. That's what Kelsey yells at me every morning. <laughs> Um, colonizer do you guys want to hear i have a fun mushroom fact about christmas <laughs> yes santa claus is based after the um maria mushroom the red one but yeah so the red and white one is super psychedelic so they think that's yes. what people were eating when they saw um like flying reindeer and shit Amia mascara some shit like that it's kind of it's i forgot the name but yeah Amia mascara um, is a harry potter spell Amia mascara, and then you, you have, get mascara. You on? have wing wingtip <laughs> mascara, or whatever. Ugh, two of my sisters, um, my sister's two dogs just died because of death cap mushrooms in a tragic oh, accident. No. Super fucking sad. She had a puppy. They had him for like two weeks, and then they had a, a French bulldog who was about a year old. And they both ate. I guess they had death cap mushrooms in their backyard that just like popped up because of all the rain. And the dogs were real sick. They took them to the ER vet, couldn't figure out what was wrong with them. And then they found these chewed up mushrooms. And so she lost both of her dogs in a weekend. Oof. It was so fucking sad. Yeah, it's a bummer. Jeez. Uh, it's so terrible. Keep, keep an eye on those mushrooms, kids. They're not all fun and games. There's a <sighs> death cap for cutie joke in there somewhere, but it's too soon. And I can't I, get it. I know. I thought about that, too. She doesn't <laughs> listen anyways. So I don't think. I don't know. I'll just stick to my normal I, routine of 9-11. I feel like this would be one of those times you play the... Bum, 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 bum. Oh, yeah. Here, I got it for you. Right, because well. I just brought it all this down. This iPad is so slow. So slow. Kelsey came in Kel- with a... Kelsey. Shut it down! Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> way to bring the mood down, Kelsey. Um, I'm excited for Christmas holiday baking shows. That's my favorite time of the year for television. So... Oh, Jesse. Oh, my God. I forgot. To t- I didn't read my notes because whatever. But, mm-hmm. uh, dude, I got such a scare this morning as I was working. Oh, I heard. Yeah, yeah. What, what, what happened again? As I was working, you know, I got a ping on my phone. I'm like, oh, what's this? And it's a fucking email that says your order, your GameStop order has been delayed. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, <laughs> Who the fuck? who's fucking with me right now? <laughs> and so I look at it. It don't say shit. It just says this is delayed, and we don't know when we'll get it. LOL. Bye. Oh, you can God. cancel if you want. I was like, what the fuck? So I get on chat, and I'm looking at the order, and it's all still says it's good to go. Except, uh, so I'm I'm on the chat waiting for the the you know random stranger to chat with me, so I could be like, what what's going on? What is delayed? How do I you know how do I know when I'm gonna get it? Whatever. And then I see it's the stupid all star battle royale or whatever the car battle royale game got delayed till next year yeah and it's the one i don't want so i was like so i asked the guy it's free also it's free the the, it's it's a free download when the the game when the system comes out yeah it's just part of the bundle that i had to get to get the fucking dumb system that's stupid you can't even remove it no but what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna wait until i get all the rest of it and then i'm just gonna cancel that item i'm gonna say I don't want this. It's too too long away, and then they'll refund it for me. Um, but so I asked the Sick. guy, I'm like, that's not going to stop. The, like, I'm going to get the rest of my stuff, right? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, I mean, but like, I'm going to get it all, right, on November 12th? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, all right, sorry for asking that question 40 times. He's like, no, no, no. It's the PS5. I'd be asking the same shit. I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. 
I got my PS5 camera today. Them, though. It's weird. So those are people in the media, basically. It's weird because they're uh, acting okay. like... They're, for some reason, they're acting like people got it, right? Like, oh my god, all these people got it, but it's well, unboxing. I saw them. a picture of a guy, and he has it. He has the system and all the stuff with it, and it's in a Best Buy bag. Yeah, that's weird. And maybe he is a you know manager at Best Buy or something, and just took one. But I don't yeah. think retailers are getting them yet. No, no, they have them. I, there's screenshots all over Reddit of pallets in like Walmart's and Best oh, Buys. Where it's a palette of just PS5 systems, like they're dumb as fuck. Because if I'm, if I'm, you know, if I'm a criminal, <laughs> that's like yeah, a dude, ping that's for me. I'm crazy. Like, yeah, that's hundred thousand dollars worth of shit I could sell because I can pirate it all, you know, or I can scalp it. Uh, yeah. But I did get my camera today. I was excited. I was gonna hook it up to the PS4, but it doesn't work with the PS4. So bum, 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 bum. Keith was like, "Don't open it without filming. Unbox everything." <laughs> <laughs> You don't own us anymore, Keith. You left us. Yeah. You left us. Keith went out for a pack of cigarettes. We haven't seen him. You're like my real dad and left. He's like Keith's ledger, right? (laughs) (laughs) He died with the Olsen twins. (laughs) Just one of them. Just one of them. Just one of them. They're still alive. No, but he died when he was They're actually triplets, right? Uh, no, they have right? a younger they have a younger sister that's Scarlet Witch. I right, think. Elizabeth. Right. She looks um, just like them. Yeah, she looks I asked, way better I, than I asked, I, um, I asked one of them out to lunch one day. I knew she would say no, but I just wanted to say that I oh. asked her out. <laughs> How it? and why? Um, well, you just gave the why. How? It was when I was working in Wellington for that horse company where I was <laughs> I was a videographer for the horse uh, horse the events and shit. events. And Mary kate does that stuff and she was in my ring so i had to film her run like her like you know they run on the horse they jump over the shit they make the horse do little fucking dance moves and shit and i filmed her thing and she afterwards was walking past my like filming booth talking to her friend and as they walked past i was like hey nice ride and she's like thanks i was like i'm jesse she goes hi my name's mary and i was like cool i was like uh, I go I go to lunch at noon. Would you like to have lunch with me? And she goes, Oh, sorry, I'm really busy. I'm like, Okay, cool. And then she walked off, and I knew she'd say no. I just wanted to be able to say like, I asked out an Olsen twin once, and yes. she said no. She was married so, too up until I, COVID. Um, and I will say this, uh, not to be like objectifying, um, she's a lot prettier in person than the, you know in the pictures where they look like weird skinny golems. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, she's actually very pretty in person. They don't look, look like that. But then again, those pictures could have been like premium Hollywood cocaine days or some shit. But she oddly looked like a normal, uh, pretty normal person. You can probably assume anyone in Hollywood is hot. And when you don't see them hot, it's like a bad picture or, you know. Yeah, she was purposely. really pretty. And super short, too. She's a tiny person. Yeah, all those actors, they're really small. Yeah. It's weird, like, um, <laughs> Aaron, whatever. Um, when you look sometimes at, like, a lot of these porn stars we know, because of the way they <laughs> photograph them, they look really tall. These bitches are, like, five foot one, bro. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Anyways. Well, that's also how they make dicks look super huge, is with uh, yeah. fisheye lenses. Very yeah, like, I had no idea that, like, um, like, there's one lady of the screen who I think is very pretty, <laughs> and when you see their photos, they look, they look tall Say and like name. big. No, no, I uh, like I like Lady of the Screen. Lady of the Screen, no, Madison Ivy. Okay. Um, 
Did you know? But, did you say you said that at the same time, Aaron? Did no, you? I said, oh, okay. I know who Madison. I, I know every porn star. I gotta Google that. Yeah, I don't know the porn star. She's a super like weeb yes. though. She's like a, like a legit like Dragon Ball weeb and like nerd and shit. But um, I don't really watch porn, but like um, I don't know. But what yeah, a she's weeb like is. five foot one or some shit. A weeb is a weeaboo person. Oh yeah, weeb is a nerd like an anime nerd. Kelsey's not a weeb. No. She's never watched anime ever. No. No. She likes uh, Studio Ghibli stuff. Correct. That's the gateway drug. Yep. Especially for ladies. Yeah, but Studio Ghibli's cheating, man. That's that's like top notch. That's like yeah. super top tier animation you know what's funny, stuff. Though? We like- watched Sword Art Online, and that was pretty good. But then we watched the second season, and it was kind of incestual. So yeah. we, uh, we got yeah. that one. <laughs> uh, Studio Ghibli, though. I like the art a lot, but a lot of the stories I'm not a big fan of. Well, because they're based off like folk lore. Spirited Away can legit suck my toes. Like it's a oh, how movie. dare you! I thought what you liked hell? Spirited Away. Mm-hmm. I thought wow. that was like your favorite. No, Princess Mononoke is my favorite. Well, Princess, Princess Mononoke is, is shit. Everyone's yeah, favorite. Good. She's badass. Yeah, it's, it's got a girl riding a giant wolf, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan of Totoro. Me too. Totoro. Totoro forever. But I love Ponyo. Um, most people I don't like. Wasn't Ponyo. a huge fan of Ponyo. I was. You know how there's always something a little bit fucked up about yeah, Miyazaki about movies, but yeah. then there's nothing fucked up about Ponyo. I kept waiting for I it mean, to happen, and I was like, of, "Where's the fucked up shit?" They kind of want to end the world. That's kind of fucked up. Human destruction. Mm, no, there's, human there's just like there's always something creepy and unsettling, like thing in his movies. Mm-hmm. But there was nothing like that. Ponyo was just wholesome. You know. You want to watch mm-hmm. the saddest movie? Watch Grave of no. the Fireflies and cry, 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 cry. cry, cry. Oh, I heard about it. That's why I'm staying away from it. Dude, it's it's one of the movies I cried the hardest at in my whole life, probably. Mm. Hmm. No thanks. That and Dear about Zachary. war, yeah. I don't want to watch kids in war, and that's just sad. Yeah, man. It's a it's a bummer. The I want to see The Red Turtle, but apparently that one's kind of creepy, too. Uh, <coughs> but it's never available on anything. Anything I try to watch it on, it's never available. But I guess because it's not, it was like after, or like he didn't do it, or some, there's something yeah, with I think it, the red turtle that it's not a true um, Miyazaki. Mm-hmm, something, mm-hmm. I don't remember. You know I was raging last night because I cursed Hidetaka Miyazaki's name. Did you? Yeah. I was like, if I could find him, I'd fucking kill him right now. <laughs> Dang. Okay, someone else can do their their week they're um, let's have senya and then senya. Ooh, i get to go hell yeah does that make sense mm-hmm. yeah all right so what i've been gaming let's talk about the new crash bandicoot game which is oh, fucking fun. amazing okay it's hard i am loved playing crash games growing up and mm-hmm. this sequel like the first three i don't like the racing ones i don't like any of the 3D ones, right? The, the monster the first shit three. where they had you like riding monsters for a couple yeah, of games Yeah, fuck that stuff. shit, man. First three games, perfection, right? Mm-hmm. So this new one is perfection, right? Same thing, very like old school, very hard. I die all the time. Like I don't remember dying this much in the old games. Um, so I highly get recommend good, it. Get good, Senya. <laughs> get good. I, I know, and that's what I tell my son. He watches me play. He says, oh, no, mommy, you died. I'm like, yeah, I have to just keep trying, keep trying, and keep trying and get good, and, you know? <laughs> Eventually, you beat the level, and it's exciting, and you get skins and shit. So. Nice. Although, that game probably shouldn't be uh, $70 or whatever, you know, it comes out to, no, 60 whatever, like, the full price game. I don't know. It's not It's not 40 I thought it came out. 
No, no. they, were, they no, definitely full want full price. Full price, which honestly, fine. The game is amazing. It's super well done. I, that's why I bought it, right? But definitely was like, hmm, okay. Probably other games wouldn't charge this much, but they know. They know we'll buy it. They know Crash fans will buy it. So Yeah, because isn't it like 12 hours long or something? It's not long, yeah, but the replay value is pretty good because you get to do time challenges, you get to have to destroy all the boxes, and the boxes are usually hidden all over the place, and it's hard to get, and you have to like get really good with the way you jump, with the way you get to certain points, right? Yeah, I see so there's 60. There's lots of shit to do, and they added skins now, so once you unlock like all the crystals, crystals for each level, you get different cool skins. And you get to play um, different characters, right? Yeah, and there's a new character who is super badass. Um, for the wrestling fans, she reminds me of Rhea Ripley from NXT. So totally fun, playable character, um, badass chick. With yeah, the... Coco, right? No, Coco is the Barbie-like looking uh, bandicoot, right? And the the Tiger Rider chick that he always was hanging out with in the other games. This game has this character I've never seen before. She looks oh. literally like Rhea Ripley from NXT. She has like short pixie cut with under like shave or whatever, like super cool, very curvy for whatever reason, but whatever that works. <laughs> so, um, I'm she loving thick, crash. Dummy I'm yeah. I am seeing that. Like, <laughs> like one of her thighs is thicker than both right? crashes legs put together. <laughs> They're like, you know, they're bandicoots, but how about some ass, girl, okay? <laughs> I mean, she's pretty fine, yeah, for for an animal thing. For a bandicoot. I saw the, a bandicoot. The maybe, saw... maybe Kelsey can touch on the bandicoots if she knows. I don't know. Do you know anything about bandicoots? I didn't, are bandicoots real? I didn't think they were real. I don't think so. <laughs> I thought they were real. I'm they like, look like, like they're fox, supposed right? to be like Tasmanian devil. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what yeah, I was going to yeah. say, because he spins... Yep, Senya, uh-huh. just so you know, don't feel bad. I thought narwhals were fake until like this year. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was not going to let the world fool me again because I'm so gullible. I believe everything. And so, so was, you know, you, narwhals are like a goofy little thing everybody has fun with. And so Kelsey was like, yeah, there's narwhals, you know, on in this. I forget. She was talking about a video where someone filmed these narwhals like doing this thing they do once a year. And I was like, yeah, right. They're fake. And she was like, they're real. I'm like, Pfft eat it and then she's like no they're actually real I'm like fuck you you're not gonna get me dude you're not gonna get me to believe you. <laughs> not gonna get me with that narwhal prank i'm got not falling for this narwhal shit again i fucking got him <laughs> yeah well i guess i didn't know and now i learned something from you bandicoots aren't real uh tasmanian devil is the word got it was it tasmanian um, devils or tasmanian tigers because aren't there two different ones i don't know I think it's Tasmanian. I don't know. Tasmanian tigers like are, were also thought extinct until recently. Sorry, I, I don't know the Earth lore, so I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't ship anything on Earth. I like only anime. I won't lie though. I'm looking at footage. It does oh, look shit. pretty awesome. No, Bandicoot is fun as hell. There's a okay, Bandicoots like are 100 percent real. They're a. Uh, <laughs> they're like a little mouse with a really long nose. They, oh. yeah, they're like oh. an Australian mouse with a long nose. Oh, cool. Yeah. There we go. So there we go. We learned something today. Yay. <laughs> thank you. But yeah, Jesse, like they, it has platformer, like side scrolling levels. It has 3D, third, like uh, third person levels. It's really fun. Super, super fun. And they added a lot of cool shit. Nice. So definitely recommend working. playing it. Maybe when it goes a little cheaper, it goes on sale. Cause I don't know. It's just expensive. It's an expensive game that is probably going to be played really fast, you know? Yeah. 
Um, other than that, just been playing, been getting back on Apex Legends. Uh, really fun again. I'm able to probably kill like two to three people every game. So I'm definitely getting a little better than last year when I first started playing it. Um, I Has there been some kind of update? Because I yeah. saw that some of my coworkers, they started talking about it again a whole bunch. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't, they're always updating, right? This game's what, like two years Mm-hmm. Two years old, right? It's season six. Like, what the fuck are you oh, doing? Oh shit! Guys? Why are you having all these seasons? Like, you're, you should be season two or three. Um, but they do a lot of cool shit, right? They do a lot of shit, fun well, there's challenges. A big there's thing lots of new characters up. released. So there's a big thing coming I've... up. I think some new ascension or something like that. It's called. Um, <laughs> but I played with Senya and her husband the other day, and uh, he carried us. We both did like a yep. hundred and something damage, and he yeah. did five hundred and eighty. I don't. He always gets to places and shoots people so much more than us. And I'm like, how is he you there? You know why? Because when we play with Brian, he goes into whatever the closest place with the most action. And then he, of course, he gets to shoot really fast. And then we all die because we <laughs> land and we try to find guns. And it's like in the middle of fucking mosh pit, right? Yeah. <laughs> when you play, when like if it's up to me, I go somewhere we can first loot for a little bit, get good on, you know armor guns ammo and then go do some action no brian just like jumps in and because he's good he can get like one gun no ammo get some action then die right (laughs) you and i we need like we need loot a little bit (laughs) yeah i'm terrible i i was never good like i i enjoy apex but i'm just not good at it it's like i i just think i i don't play shooters you know anymore really when i was playing a lot like i I was pretty good at shooters i was pretty good at counter-strike i got pretty good at like battlefield uh three and bad company two was like probably the height of me being good at shooters now i'm like i i feel like i unload whole clips into people and like two shots hit and i'm like man i'm very bad at aiming <laughs> like i don't know but yeah. you and i were breaking armor and then he was just you know he was getting all the kills but it was because we were like you know hurting them the most and then he was just like pew pew do his little shoot yeah of course um yeah I, I mean apex was really definitely a learning curve for shooting because like you can unload the full gun in two person and not get them yeah um uh, but then but then i like started playing fortnite and my aim was like perfection i'm like okay that's probably just apex making it a little more challenging to mm-hmm. hit people uh because in fortnite i just had no issues it was so much easier to aim and hit people yeah yeah because well, yeah, they also want like a younger audience to be able to comfortably play fortnite and not just die all the time True. So it's probably got a little bit of like assist in there. Yeah. It still takes work to be good at Fortnite, you know, but I think oh, it I does. suck at it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think I think what they did was they made the shooting maybe a little assisted, but then they added the building aspect. So there is there's a different depth, you know what I mean? There's a dif- different skill set you have to learn whereas <laughs> Apex is just shoot things and Dude, it's like going from Fortnite to Apex was just like healing for my soul because I shoot a person and don't they don't become a building within a second, right? It's <laughs> awesome. You can like get them right there when in Fortnite it's just so frustrating cuz I'm not good at building. I just like the shooting person or the shooting perspective of it, right? Ah, so yeah. I, Fortnite I like is Apex just better. fighting earth jutsu users where they just like make mud walls. <laughs> <laughs> they just Yeah, right. Fucking whatever Kakashi's dog wall is, <laughs> that jutsu. Oh, um, I never liked then, Fortnite, but you know. Yeah, um, it's it's fun. It's fun first. I mean, I just prefer Apex to it. I just I get it. Fortnite's fun. It's fun for me to too. But I'll just play Apex better, or League. I'm still like, I was telling Brian how like I wasn't touching League for months, and then Earth mode came up, and I'm just like addicted. It's fucking crack. I fucking love Earth. I, I want to play Earth. it all the time. <laughs> Earth is what makes me instant rage. 
I love it. I just, you know, I just play Nidalee and she like melts people like with three spears. So for me, it's just so easy, I guess. It depends on the character you play. Yeah, I don't have uh, my Earth character yet. I love it. And Greg was playing uh, Singe and I was Nid. So that was awesome because, you know, they would get stuck in his bottle and I'll just like throw my spears at him real quick, kill him real fast. Really good combo for whatever lane, right? Yeah. And Greg's Singed is top tier, though. Oh, it's good. It's very good. I love it. Because you just like throw your poison nonstop because you never run out of mana. So you can just have your poison and upgrade that shit and destroy people. Mm-hmm. Um, things I've been watching. Unsolved Mysteries. Fucking binge the shit out of second season on yeah, Netflix. Man. So fucking good. Yeah, but it went so- by too fast. It I did. binged it in like a night. Yeah, and then I right? was like, I was like, is it done? Is it really? That's it? And it was like so bummed out that it took like less than a, less than a, it took less than half a day to watch it. So it yeah, was good. I loved my favorite. I think was the the woman who was shot in a hotel episode. That was the <laughs> most interesting to me. Um, but they, I feel like they always threw throw in the the cuckoo episodes, like the the UFO one, and then the, in this season it was about the tsunami or the ghost. Spoo, spooky. Yeah. So I'm just like, okay, they're all just having a PTSD thing. Maybe it's not a ghost. I don't know. Who knows? But it's just me. They Maybe don't have there's the ghosts. Robert. Like they don't have a Robert stack this time, right? There's no host. No, there's, it's just voiceover shit. There's no host. No, but that's the thing. Like it's <clears> awesome <throat> because it's the actual people who live through it. Like it's family, uh, the survivors, or whoever, right, went through the shit. Mm-hmm. So they say their experiences, they're te- telling about it firsthand, which is what makes the show so fucking good. And then it's films, filmed really well, right? So I don't need a narrator telling me about the shit. Like, talk to the actual people, like the daughter who is looking for her mama or whatever, right? So it's really I, good. So my thing with Unsolved Mysteries, and I can't tell if it's just because I take in so much uh, true crime media but me like, too. Like, Unsolved Mysteries seems really, it's just so boring to me. I tried with the first season and I'm just like, oh, this isn't that interesting. It's real boring. Oh, I don't know. I, just, I love it. I fucking I just, love it. And I feel like I always know the answer, too. I'm like, it's this, duh. The, I just Well, I mean, it. girl, okay, normally, <laughs> 100% of time, it's family or husband or boyfriend. Like, it's always like calling it, it's the husband. Or the wife did or it. the girlfriend. Well, most of the time, it's actually the men. So, okay, Jesse. Yeah, statistically. <laughs> let's just be real. Let's be 90% of the I mean, there's some really fucked up women. I'm not saying there aren't, but we're not disagreeing. But Chris Watts, I mean, that's it. I watched that shit too, and as soon I didn't even know it was about him. And then as soon as they were like, "Oh, I'm like 100% husband did it," like, come on, and then of course. Well, that's the whole thing. Is like I've already seen all the Chris Watts. Super obvious. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. but I've seen all the Chris Watts body cam footage. Like, I I don't know. I just feel like I've taken in so much true crime stuff that unsolved mysteries is like well, mm, yeah okay. chris watts is a fucking idiot um, though like yeah he's a fucking moron dude he's a fucking <laughs> moron so that guy is and it, it's like, like literally no pussy is worth killing your family for no, like literally honestly. none dude he, he's like <laughs> I'm a, I, I didn't want people to think i, don't I was care a bad how good guy it is. it's not worth killing he wanted that, that he wanted good. that ass no. pussy that ass pussy. yeah bro his wife wasn't giving him anal dude yeah and, he wanted that ass pussy and uh um what's her name the, nicole kessinger googled how to prepare for anal dude yeah you know oh, for real yeah, yeah. Oh my God. she wasn't giving him that ass and pussy. he wrote her a bunch of uh notes and cards and one of them he talked about how good her asshole tasted <laughs> 
And so Jesus you know Christ. he wasn't going to eat no ass. Um, and listen, I'm trapped in that life. I think about killing Kelsey all the time because she does not let me <laughs> eat her ass. I stare at her while she's sleeping, and I'm just like, motherfucker. The second I find a girl who's going to open those cheeks for that me, that ass pussy, you're dead. Mm-hmm. Dead. No, but the thing um, about him is like he that story, and it's like it's so frustrating because we all yell at the screen and like even her um her uh, shenan's mom was like just get a fucking divorce like yeah like in her like victim <laughs> statement yeah. like brah nothing is worse than killing your entire family yeah. no one thinks right? you're any less <laughs> of a divorce piece of easy, shit man it's and, so well, easy and like killing I mean, your wife like i can see like you know you're mad whatever whatever but the fact that the fucking kids and then they were still yeah. alive and he put them in the I oil can understand drums killing like your wife that one's like and, and not condoning I'm spouse joking. murder. Like, I understand killing your well, no, but it just seems more. There's a crime of passion. Exactly. What, yeah, that's what, what I mean. What's uh, so passionate about your kids that you want to fucking kill them? Fucking like, two year old. Well, and then he was also probably thinking if he gets a divorce, his whole lifestyle is gone. The house is gone. His car is gone. He'll have to get an yeah, apartment. Yeah, but they were destitute. Get to keep the house. Yeah, they were. It was all fake, anyways. Yeah, they were. They were. Yeah underwater with oh. money yeah, they were yeah, yeah. fucked she was an mlm person who had this like super cool oh, life of course online. she was yeah right exactly jesus yeah no everything was everything was a lie with them it's it's yeah, a really but, uh, sad story i went good? nuts when it first happened like i i devoured everything so the mm-hmm. newest documentary oh, yeah. I was like, meh i like it was yeah. good but it's it's a good uh, it was a retread because yes. all this shit was online like mm-hmm. what two years ago, three yeah. years ago. Yeah, because mm-hmm. all the body cam footage. As soon as it came out, yeah. I don't know why I watched all There's of it. Nothing all of it. new in that yeah. new new movie. So, it's all like, well, yeah. and they strip out all of the Nicole Kessinger stuff, like which is some of the best stuff. Yeah, there's a lot. I don't think that she knew about it or was involved in it, but there are weird things that happened surrounding her, like. Her phone pinged a cell phone tower near the house, which at like six a.m., which she has no reason to be there because she didn't live near there. Like there's, there's yeah. weird shit. She had like something weird googled too about like getting rid of a body or she something. She had no. She had googled. Uh, I mean, sorry, not to. No, go not, for it. No, if you, I, you if might you know, know something. Um, she had googled about. Um, oh my god, what was um the guy who killed his wife with their kid, unborn kid, uh, he looks like Dean Cain. Dean Cain played him in a Lifetime movie. Mm. Dumped her body in a, uh, in the bay in California. To oh, the uh, okay. Mm, Patterson? Lacey yes. Peterson. Scott Peterson. Scott Peterson. There it is. Yes. Uh, his mistress, uh, she Googled her name, and she Googled do people hate her, or did people hate her, yeah. and then she Googled how much money she made on her book. Yeah. So, oh my god! Yeah, so that stuff is suspicious. But yeah, definitely, she's disappeared from like the How world. How about for the listeners? We're talking about the American Murder on yes. Netflix. Yes. Oh, sorry, sorry, listeners, all three. Of I you. just know, like, when I listen to the podcast, I'm good. like, oh yeah, what are they talking about? What's the thing? I want to know. <laughs> so, um, what else? Um, I, and then, I, well, oh, go ahead. um, if I can, really quick, um, I will say I kind of agree with you. Kelsey, because um, I also I've watched pretty much every true crime cold case files type thing on Netflix, and yeah, the unsolved mysteries is kind of low tier compared to the other stuff. It I still watch it because I enjoy watching traumatic shit, but it is true. It is a little it, bit it doesn't a little feel, cheese ball. Yeah, it feels like a PG version of traumatic shit. It's not yeah, traumatic it, enough for me. It's kind of cheese ball-y and it feels yeah, it feels that's a good way to put it. It yeah. feels like kind of PG version. Yeah. So 
Yeah, so I like I I can take in like you know like cold case files or whatever else. Um, I'll take those before unsolved mysteries, but I just have like the nostalgia of being a kid and being terrified by that for music. For sure, for sure, absolutely. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> See, I have no context of that, right? I didn't grow up here, so mm. for me, this is the first unsolved mysteries I'm watching, and I'm all over that shit. Okay, it's Dude, great. Nice. The 90s, no, it's good. I, like, I enjoyed 80s, it too. Ladies like growing early up, nineties version. My, so you know spooky. how I like I, why I like these all this like true crime because my grandma and I watched it growing up in Russia about all these fucking serial killers. Remember Chikatilo? Yeah, like we watched the shit out of documentary about him. He's so, like one of the most yeah. prolific. Right? I don't know he's who that is. Up. Andre Chikatilo. Chikatilo. Um, mm-hmm. What do they call him? The was he the butcher? No. The Reaper, some kind of Ripper, yeah. something. Uh, okay. he, I don't know the Amer- I don't know the American name of it. Okay. He was cuckoo because he would kill people in broad daylight. <laughs> like he would just yeah. like walk and up then he'll like use their body parts and make food out of them. Like mm-hmm. there, he's oh, like fucked up. Okay, 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 I know the story. Okay, got it. Yeah, I'm there. Sorry, I didn't yes. mean to hijack Unsolved Mysteries from you. Okay. No, I, we're all talking about it. I I love it. It's Have great. you listened to this show? <laughs> so, there's no rules. This show exactly. is a battle. Of Keith, getting... is, Keith is gone, so we got format. rid of that shit. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you about two things that I didn't like that I watched. Um, everyone was telling me to watch Away, and it's this space show, right, with um, Million Dollar Baby Chick, yeah, right? Yeah, got canceled, by the way. Oh, thank fucking God. I watched like four episodes of it and I go it went in there and I was like, great space shit, amazing. And then they just fucking bored the shit out of me with this drama. And I'm like, less drama, more space shit. And they just kept doing the drama shit. I'm just like, don't care, right? More there's not enough spaceship for me to care about this. It was boring. Don't watch it. I'm glad it's canceled. Fuck yeah, good news. Um, and then another another show that everyone was raving about. Somewhere like a production assistant just like had to sell his car to yeah. pay his bills. He's like, that was my last job. This Russian chick is just cursing my life. We had I'm Million sorry. Dollar Baby and Boys Don't Cry. She was in it, man. She was going to be my thing. They took everything they just, from me. It was so She's boring. Truly. I just couldn't do it, man. It was not enough space school space stuff to keep me watching. She's right? truly the next Karate Kid, by the way. They even had a Russian <laughs> Russian character in it who sp- spoke good Russian, which is very unusual for American media. And even that didn't made me stay. So Normally, uh, do we do Russian bad? We're bad at Russian. It's very bad. And Brian mm-hmm. usually asks me like, "How's the Russian?" I'll be like, "Fucking terrible." It's not a Russian person saying it. <laughs> but then when the Russian is good, you're like. Ooh, they found a Russian guy. Whoa, they actually put effort in this. Great. So you're saying immediate respect. Ivan Drago wasn't a good Russian accent. When he said, I Wait, must, who? I must break Drago you. from Rocky. I never he watched dies. that movie, like beginning to end. Never. Was that was that uh, USSR Russia or? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's what I thought. And okay. that was um, what's his name, Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> Dolph I will, Lundgren. I will break you. <laughs> Who, by the way, is a brilliant, brilliant yeah. person. He is like a, a super genius science guy. Physicist or some shit. And you yeah. look at him and you're like, you look like you smash your face into concrete for a living. No, <laughs> it's the same thing like um, Vladimir Klitschko, uh, famous world champion boxer. Yeah. That dude's got like multiple PhDs and like really crazy art. Like it, it's it's pretty nice when you see some of these big meathead dudes and like they're brilliant. You know, or maybe he just paid for the degree, but I doubt it. He's probably really smart. It's all that milk, dude. It's really good for your brain. Yeah, and he yeah, married. He made it. He married Hayden Panettiere. 
Wait, he's like Klitschko six foot did? nine, and she's like five foot. Save the cheerleader, three. dude. <laughs> Say again. Save the cheerleader. Save the world. Yeah, man. I feel like she had problems, though. Hayden Pantier. I yeah, think well, she did a, a little stint in rehab. She had problems where she was in a really good first season of a show, and then the next two sucked fucking donkey dick, and then she was in Dallas or whatever that dumb show, yeah. or Nashville. Nashville. I feel like there was a little yeah, stint in rehab. Yeah, I think she went to rehab for yeah. drinking. Drinking and drugging. Drinking and drugging. The so good wait, old times. It was away, and then what was the other one, Senya? Oh, yeah. Um. So, Okay. This one, I don't know. Maybe it gets good, but right now, not good. Like Lucifer, right on Netflix. Oh, I feel okay. like everyone was cheering and saying how awesome it is. Like Netflix acquired it; it's so good. But then I watched the first season, and it's just so formatic and repetitive and redundant and um, just so boring. I don't know. I don't get it. Well, maybe um, it I, gets better. I think it I gets can better. talk about that because I I liked Lucifer. Um, there we go. Tell me about it. So it it. it it depends who was saying that it was so good because Just the internet, the internet was all talking okay. about how Lucifer is great. So like I enjoy it. Right, I enjoy it, but it's because I, it's like easy. Give me certain topics and I like, it's fucking Lucifer. I love that shit. And then also I love really shitty procedural crime drama, TV shit like CSI <sighs> Miami. That's what turns like, me off about it. It's just, it's just like too procedural for me, I guess. I don't know. Yes. So it is like, I've seen hundreds of episodes of like CSI Miami, New York, Las Vegas. Those shows, those shows are terrible, mm-hmm. but I I like that shit. Um, so yeah, it's a te- it's a cheesy like I don't even see it as like um, a must see TV prime time slot. It's something for like housewives to watch in the afternoon <laughs> while they're drinking a glass of wine while their toddler sleeps. The shredded it's- up devil. Yeah, it's not for like, oh, let's watch this edgy, cool show. It's like meant to be wa- like sandwiched between like The Price is Right and Maury. Oh, so okay. I think that's it's meant my to be opinion. watched I really- while a commercial tells you, look at you. What you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? You ain't. You don't got no job. Call Everest. <laughs> I used to get but, so uh, bad because like, you're sick <laughs> from work. You're like, bitch, I do got a job. I'm just sick today. And he's like, look at you sitting on the couch like, you in the Everest commercial. You ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't get well, I guess maybe TV. the show is more made for you who enjoys the procedurals well, for me and my friend was like oh watch it it's good um, and it just wasn't Senya, I, yeah, I think it's formulaic it gets, on purpose I think it's supposed yeah. to get better because it was on network TV and then it got picked up by yeah Netflix. it was FX right and then Netflix got it and then everyone started raving about it so maybe oh. the Netflix seasons are good but that's like I have to watch three shitty episodes, three shitty seasons to mm. get to the two good seasons, and I'm Dude. not doing that shit. Okay, I don't have that. There's time. some cool watch shit Hannibal. though. I mean, yeah, I, I don't think Hannibal. I've tried the Netflix seasons yet because I kind of burned out. I watched all of it. Um, oh, I think so you also burned out? Okay, so I, I guess it is not that great then, right? I watched all three seasons <laughs> of the network shit because it was on Hulu, and then I wasn't even really aware that they continued. I was just kind of like, kind of done because it really goes. It goes crazy. Like he has a, it's. I don't want to say he has a do brother. Do they go he into like mom. the hell stuff? Do they actually go to like do hell no. shit? No, oh, no, God damn. See, like this is what I'm waiting for. I'm like, okay, no. when when is the Constantine shit's gonna happen? Right. No. Every now and then he'll turn. Every now and then he'll have a devil form where he'll like show his face to someone, yeah, terrify for like a them. Second. 
Uh, um, he fucks a lot, though. <laughs> I will say that he fucks yeah, a lot. Yeah, but they don't—they barely show it too. I'm like, yeah, you're hot, but you're not hot enough to carry the show for me. And I also kind of don't buy it because, like, he—they—they they have him as like this playboy guy who's like banging chicks left and right. But he just—he doesn't really come off that way. And not to like—I'm just saying, like, he doesn't come off like. I don't think he's fucking them. Like, I—it seems <laughs> like he'd be fucking the, the. I don't know, like. He's Lucifer. He's fucking everyone, okay? But well, yeah, well, I get true. what you're he saying. Everyone, when you're watching true. it, you don't feel the 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 sexual tension, I guess. Mm, the whatever whatever that they're the females are feeling when they're running all over his shit, right? That when they want to just jump on him. Because, you know, I feel like that's probably what his power is type of thing, right? He whatever he does, that's what happens. But us viewers, I just feel like he's overacting over the top and mm-hmm. he talks too much. He really think? feels himself a lot. He's like, I'm so great, basically. And and even with the women that do throw themselves at him in the show, it's like they do such a terrible job at casting that they just cast like models. They don't cast yes. like actresses. Even the main so they just, chick. Uh, yeah, they, they, they get these hot chicks who are like, are like in these scenes with them, but it's like they don't even know how to act. And it's not that I need to have Oscar caliber acting in this TV procedural show. But it, it, like I said before, it's really cheap. It's like it's 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 for fucking like I don't know. It's not a quality show. At least the first seasons, no. I still enjoyed it. But it is um, it's made for dum dums. Yeah. So the the hype wasn't worth it for me. So watch yeah. uh, watch Other Hannibal than Lucifer, and I'll watch just Fargo. Say that I've been doing uh, weekly cosplays. I've been doing mm. a lot of fitness, and I've been doing therapy. And I recommend Way. therapy to everyone, especially in being at home all the time. Therapy is the best. Those are yep. three great things. Hey, did you, uh, Sonia, did you like the Sabrina on Netflix? Because they did a lot I of watched, hell stuff. I watched the episode, and then I never watched it again. Mm, I don't okay. know. So I didn't to give me, it, enough chance, it seems maybe. like someone who wrote it knows the Bible pretty well, because it's very uh, anti-Bible. Um, mm-hmm. with that one the some of it kind of loses me because it is based off a comic book right so you do definitely get some mm-hmm. some cheese um it it kind of is like riverdale which i never liked because i was the same well, like i yeah. love their original sabrina i watched the shit yeah. out of that so this is and like kind of so like a darker like there's i know more... and i watched the first episode and i'm like oh, i don't know if i care yeah. i don't know there's well, other yeah. watch there's other shows that yeah. i watched like the boys right the boys yeah. was great and then like all these amazing shows are coming out where sabrina just gets mm-hmm. like put off the list right yeah i yes yeah, sabrina looked really cool because it's really i like how evil it is it's yeah very like they have lilith in yeah. it and um right up your just, alley jesse yeah no i tried i tried the first episode and it just didn't really work it's uh, the same as me mm-hmm. it, it, it looks it's like from the outside perspective in the trailer i was like oh i'm gonna love this it's their yeah and this evil shit because yeah a, a lot of stuff in the last couple of years is like really embracing like heavy blasphemy blasphemic yeah, yeah, yeah. themes like you know every chick is like i'm a witch and everyone's like oh i'm an i love the devil and i know what a pentagram is so everyone thinks that they understand like occultism and shit like that mm-hmm. and uh a lot of shows and things are like turning into that even kids shows are starting to like exhibit like a lot of occult stuff and anti-god and anti-religion which you i mean, love like a, like a satanic panic type of shit's coming back uh it's kind of the opposite it's, like it's, a pro, a, it's an, it's an a embrace satanism yeah yeah, they're embracing the devil and Satan, and it's part of the whole, like, you know, turn the whole world on its head thing, you know, like, mm-hmm. so it's being accepted now to be, like, sympathetic towards the devil and to um, enjoy kind of satanic evil shit, 
and I love that. And mm -hmm. Buffy looks like it should have not Buffy. What was it? Sabrina. Sabrina. Sabrina looked really great at the trailer, but then when I started watching it, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Just, just you ever play Silent Hill? Because that is satanic as it gets, mm -hmm. as a cult as it gets. Right? I haven't played all of them, but I've played I've played parts, but I've never actually I almost beat the first one. Dude, um, come on. The movie is great. One. The movie is great. The first one, yes. The but yeah. the first three games, man, you should just just do it. Just play. You're gonna love it. It's all a cold satanic shit. You're gonna fucking love it. Nice. I'll definitely look it up. It's too Please. Spooky for me. It's my uh, favorite series. Hey, I love it. Speaking of Buffy, I watched an episode today about a demon that got scanned into a computer and then took Whoa. over the internet. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a warning because it was 1997, so it was like Spooky. anybody can be anybody on the internet. Watch oh out! God. Oh God! So you so you watch Lawnmower Man, I guess. Yeah. Ah, oh, that it, was good. His name was Moloch, and he is the a seductive <laughs> demon that seduces people by with telling them they love them. And he seduced Willow and made her fall in love with him, and then <laughs> he was going to sacrifice her, and he had a robot body oh. that they made for him on the internet. So he used his powers on the internet to make people, like scientists, people make him a robo body, and then he inhabited it. <laughs> <laughs> then they electrocuted him, and he exploded. I too am a fourteen-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse and I, we have this new, our new bit. This is, new character. Oh is God! Our, I heard it last night. No, I heard it last night. Is <laughs> yes, I also have to study for my math test. Yes, that's exactly what I, I need heard. to pass it, or I will fail school, yeah. and my mom will be mad at me. Yeah, I I heard. I also am a fourteen-year-old child, or, or something. Yeah, and I was like, was God, like, fucking uh, damn it! Damn like, it! I too am fourteen. Yes. I am most definitely not a forty-eight-year-old Indian man. Uh, <laughs> Fucking characters. Have you heard the new <laughs> Justin Bieber song? <laughs> Seriously, I swear to God, dude, the shit that Moonwitch and they ha and others have to li have to put up with uh, listening to our streams. They know what they because... chose. They chose it. They we know were like singing silly, dumb shit, turning Disney songs into terrible things. It was so funny. You know, like it. your guys' stream is great because you usually what average like ten to twelve people, right? Mm -hmm. Something like that, maybe more. Like, I was on Reddit, and somebody gave a pro tip saying, you know, if you ever feel low, down, lonely, or depressed, go on Twitch and find a stream with, like, 10 people on it, and it will be the most welcoming, awesome, <laughs> warm experience ever, because it's, like, a small group of people that kind of knows each other, and it's fun. Yeah. So you guys feel like that, you know? And when you're still in, like, low numbers like that, when you, when you talk to people that have, like, even 30 to 40 people at, at that point... They can read every chat, you know, because it's not going to be like when you're watching the big streamers, it's just like, brrr, like, yeah, there's no way to read it and they can interact and like, yeah, we know everybody. So it's kind of fun. Um, yeah, I enjoy it. And then we we talk about <laughs> we talk about being <laughs> hidden Internet molesters. Oh, my God. Don't talk about that on the yes. Internet. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, you should come over to yeah, my house. Yeah, your week. House. I'm done. My parents are on a trip. Who, who's going to show up? What's his name? Chris Hansen? Chris Hansen. He's going to show up. You have to tell me if you're a cop. Take a seat. Take a seat right now. What do you, my parents, he always goes, what are you doing here? He sounds like such a disappointed dad. What are you, what are you doing here, man? The best is the one in fucking Florida, of course. No, no they're all filmed California. in Florida. 
No, they did two Flagler Beach. Yeah, Fort Myers. They did There's two some in New Fort Jersey. Myers, two Flagler Beach, Greenboro, Alabama, a Georgia one. They did California and then uh, New York. They, they did a Jersey one in, yeah, by the Jersey, Jersey store. Yeah. The, it's the one. I think it's it's. I think it's the California one. There's a dude who just shows up with his kid, and 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 oh. he, he's there to fuck oh, yeah. like a twelve year old boy. And Chris Hansen's like, normally I'd ask you a bunch of questions, but you need to get at like you need to get someone to get you your leave. kid, and you're going to fucking jail. I saw one where it was a school bus driver, and he brought M and M's. He's like, I brought M and M's. That one was in Fort Myers. Dude, you ever seen, seen them all? The kid, the guy who took his clothes off in the garage yes! before walking in that. And he wanted to fuck a cat. Oh god. <laughs> what about uh, my favorite is the guy that's like, these cookies suck. <laughs> He's like, you I, know what? I don't even want this cookie anymore. My <laughs> one year in community college, my sociology professor had a mental breakdown. And so for the second half of the year, we just watched To Catch a Predator every day in class. <laughs> so I've seen so many episodes of it. I have it. seen every episode and I do like an annual rewatch of every episode. Yeah. At this point, I normally just like put it on in the background while I'm doing something else and just listen to it all. But man, it's fun. Yeah. I do the Mr. Gigi breakdowns. Oh, I, I, I listen to his versions because, like, this extra commentary. Mr. Gigi, by the way, if you do not know, he is the shit. He doesn't upload enough for me. Like, he only really does, like, one or two videos a month. Yeah, I mean, he he went through the whole... Yeah, so he's a YouTube content creator, and he basically, like, he did a whole Sketch pre, uh, Predator. Like, basically, he basically just rewatched and, with his commentary, did all of them. Uh, to the point where Chris Hansen got, like... He was first. He was happy with him, like, "Oh, cool." And then he was kind of upset because, like, he's making money off of Chris Hansen's work. But yeah, um, Hansen went after a bunch of YouTubers, and uh, that's why him and Mr. Gigi aren't friends no more. Like, Mr. Yeah, because he doesn't understand him. free use, bro. Yes, and then he got pissed, and Mr. Gigi, uh, he got pissed at Mr. Gigi because he called him out for being like, "Dude, you're taking people's livelihoods on a show you don't make money on anymore. Like, relax. You know, no one's breaking yeah. down the new Hansen versus Predator shit that you're doing." And if they are, you're still making your regular money. Like no, Mr. Gigi doesn't even go through the whole episodes. He picks out the highlights. You know, most of these guys yeah. pick out highlights. So if you want to see the rest of the shit that's in between, and watch the whole thing, you're still gonna go back and watch those videos. But yeah, yeah. But then also he does like reviews of like bad movies, which is fun, like bad horror movies, and like he. I think he recently did like a bad American Pie movie review, which is like duh. Yeah, those, they're all bad. They're all bad. <laughs> But um, but yeah, that's fun. But um, uh, before you <laughs> get into your week, Jesse, I'm gonna mm-hmm. depart. This is where Kelsey leaves to go to bed. No. This is where All she's right. this departed. Is, I'm de- departing. Um, nice chatting with y'all. Uh, thanks for thank you. Me, we enjoyed having you. Let me do my corner. I'll watch some more documentaries, and when I have a nice built up of science facts. By the way, I spent the last few minutes looking at carnivore, marsupial carnivores because apparently there's a bunch I didn't <laughs> even know about. Um, they're all like little small rodent weaselly things in Australia and they're amazing. Um, and the there has been sightings allegedly of the Tasmanian tiger mm-hmm. but none of them like it's like the right. same people that say the dingo ate the baby kind of stuff. There's no real proof. Hey, you know that story turned actually, out to be yeah, true. Actually, it did turn out the dingo did eat the baby. But For real? Was, yeah, yeah. They yeah, Finally they, confirmed. Yeah, they mm-hmm. found like the baby's clothes in the dingo den and stuff. It'd be real hard to be like that wily to be like, I'm going to kill my kid. I'm going to bring their clothes over to this <laughs> dingo den that I found. I'm going to cover it in dingo fur. And- yeah. I'm gonna Fight make it marks. look exactly like what it would look like if a dingo ate it. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, hey. there, was, there was some definite child negligence, but the dingo did. It was the '80s, though. Negligence was the name of the game back that then. That was baby. called parenting. Yeah. 
<laughs> I did whatever I wanted as a we kid. We drank from the hose. I fucking rolled, roamed the streets. Uh, yeah. I'll tell you, this ties back to Buffy. There's uh, Willow's boyfriend, who is Seth Green, eventually. Uh, he's in a band called Dingo's Ain't My Baby. Oh. Nice. <laughs> that Great poor name. lady. Yeah. She's a, she was a meme before memes existed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Good night, y'all. Good night. Good night. <clears throat> Just turn the mic off. Yep. Good. Good job. You did it. All right. Uh, sorry. All righty. Um, so a couple things. Uh, games, streaming, um, some music recommendations. Um, so where do we start? Games. So I bought some games for Halloween, and I've been playing them. I've been playing a game called Omen of Sorrow. Yes. I watched you play that. Yep, it is a fighting game made by a small team. Let me see if I can see what their name is. And um, it's a pretty cool game. It's uh, A1 Game Spa. So it's a small team. Who knows who the fuck they are, whatever they make. It's like a C-tier game. It's a 2D fighter, 12 characters. Uh, no easy inputs. Like most games nowadays, you can like mash square for you know free combos free supers and shit not street fighter or tech and mortal Kombat, but a lot of anime fighters uh this game is all inputs it's pretty cool it's monster themed which is really neat so it's got you know a vampire a frankenstein a werewolf um a mummy some holy warriors uh i think it's really neat i've been streaming it i've been playing it i enjoy it the first night i did play it though it did hard crash on me twice mm-hmm. which was super disappointing uh, it's got a really good kind of foundation. The characters are very different when it comes to fighting game characters and the way games are laid out, and the way characters are laid out. Um, these fucking characters play like some of these characters play like thing characters I've never played like before. Um, before I continue, I'm gonna say one thing. You guys are probably noticing shittier audio than usual. There's a possibility my mic fucked up and I might need to get a new one. So I'm using a pair of Turtle Beach headsets, which clickety-clack a bunch. So I really highly apologize for this week's audio quality. Um, first thing, uh, if I'm going to go fucking buy a new con- condenser mic. Uh, I've already got a new mixer here. So I'm going to make sure to bring you the best quality that we can. So I really do apologize for the abruptness of uh, my fucking shit audio today. You actually sound um, pretty good. It's yeah, you, you sound good. Controller. I know what you're talking about, man. Okay, good. I, I hope, I hope so. So yeah, so I'll review after as well. Games. Anyways, every time we record, I always listen to the episode after anyways. Um, so Omen of Sorrow is cool. It's it's a pretty neat game. There's not really much to say about it. It, it could use some more content. Um, like when you beat the game in arcade mode, there's no ending. You just get like this five second CGI cutscene of like a big titty goth GF, which is really kind of embarrassing. Like you don't want your mom walking in like when you get that cutscene because it's just like fan service and it's really weird. But um, Omen of Sorrow, I did give them the twenty dollars for it because I figure it's Halloween, it's Halloween, so I should support something spooky. And I've wanted to play this game. It's been out for a couple of years. This bums me out. Came out about two years ago. And it still it hard crashed on me one night twice. It didn't hard crash the next time I played, but your game's been out for two years. I'm pretty sure there's going to be no more no more patches or updates. So I'm pretty sure it's dead in the water. Uh, it looks I've also a lot been, better than it has yeah. any right to. The yeah. character designs are kind of boring. Uh, they're not like as stylized as some of the newer, you know, some of the bigger games, but they look good. Yeah, I mean. 
some of them are hit or miss. Like the 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 werewolf Caleb makes me uncomfortable a little bit because his fur almost looks like feathers. It looks like kind of it looks like shaggy old navy performance fleece. <laughs> <laughs> but he plays really neat. You know, he has a he he has actually a really cool way of playing the game. Um the vampire Vladislav the 3rd, he has a very strange move. The way he plays is very very strange. It's hard to describe. Uh Imhotep the mummy looks like a classic mummy. He's great. I really do like the Frankenstein's monster though. His name is Adam. He's got a cool design. There's a girl named Erzbet, which is basically like a Victorian-style kind of um, Bram Stoker's Dracula, Winona Ryder. Like, you know when they used to have those frames under their dresses that would poof the dress out? Mm-hmm. It's like she has like that thing. In her, and her power is like she wields blood as a weapon, but it's like a blood dragon she summons. It's pretty neat. Uh, the final boss... Thalesa is actually, I think, kind of whack. It's just a goth chick in dominatrix gear, and her power is like this black demon shit. She is a literal rip of Eddie, aka Zato One from Guilty Gear. Some of the animations or some of the moves are just complete rips off from him. I think that she, I think they should have swapped her and Urzbet because Urzbet should have been. Um, like she could have been a way cooler boss enemy with her blood dragon because she can literally summon a dragon made of blood the size of a dragon while she's fighting it. It's pretty neat. So I I do think this fun favorite um, move. I, is I will the be three, playing more of it. My favorite move is the three backhand combo. Oh yeah, Vladislav uh, has he has a classic pimp slap. <laughs> it's just <laughs> pop pop pop. It's really nice. Uh, I've also been playing a lot of Soul Caliber Six because I found that that game is very great and has a lot of really great story content and a lot of really great single player content and it's a really great fucking game but it's really bad for streaming because the load times suck and it's like every time i'm streaming it somebody will come in to the party when i'm like between load screams and then like leave and then like I mean, I get it. People have short attention spans, and a lot of times people are just looking for high-level co- content and stuff, high-level play. Um, it's kind of a bummer, though, with Soul Calibur Six because there are such abrupt breaks between combat and dialogue that you're almost watching more load screen than anything else. And they also fucked up as to where their load screens are black screens. They don't even bother to have, like... A little tidbit of lore like you know how like like dark souls when you do a load screen they just they pick a random item and they show you the item description uh so caliber six just gives you a fucking black screen so um it's a real big bummer because i'm having a ton of fun playing it but it's not conducive to streaming and i'm starting to realize that i'm gaming to i'm gaming to stream instead of gaming to play for myself which is a slippery slope like I'm like, oh, I want to play this, but oh, but I should stream something. And I think that's a slippery slope, and I should really focus on having fun and enjoying what I'm doing and not conforming to do something for the stream. But then again, I do want to have fun and see who's on, and and I want to make them watch a bunch of load screens. So I'm trying to figure that out. Um, other than that, I did try Friday the 13th, the game. I only played a couple matches. It's cool. It plays like Dead by Daylight horror game. It was free on Plus. I would not recommend purchasing it for money. Uh, I think and then tomorrow. The last, uh, good. I think tomorrow I'm gonna install Vampire and play it for Halloween. Do some streaming. 
Yeah, try it because I looked it up and I wasn't impressed, but I think I was expecting something different. But it's like I was expecting like some kind of narrative style vampire game with some stealth combat shit. It's apparently it's a role playing game. Yeah. It's yeah. like a, it's like a Western RPG style game or like a European RPG or something. And I hear it's good, but it's um I think it might be more up your alley because it's I think it's more of a thinking man's game. Um and I thought it was just gonna be like creepy vampire shit, you know. Uh, last game I'll go. I'll talk about before I go to uh, uh, some music recommendations is Ghost of Tsushima. I did play. The, I've been playing the fuck out of it, and I. This will tie to something I'm gonna say later with one of the questions. I waited to play this game, and I knew it was gonna be good, and I knew it was gonna be like in the beginning. I'm like, ah, oh, whatever. It's gonna be Assassin's Creed, but. Japan and I'm sure it'll be fine and I'm sure it'll be good whatever and I waited and waited and then the Legends DLC came out which looked appealing to play and looked fun to do with friends and and stuff so I just bought it I just like it I think it was even on sale but I went to GameStop and bought it full price because I'm like no fuck it give them their money so I buy the game and this fucking game is so good I know I'm late I know everyone did all the reviews and everyone's been talking about it for however long it's been out. And I didn't listen to any of those because I didn't want to get spoiled. Thank God I have not been spoiled. Ghost of Tsushima is one of the fucking dopest games I have played in a very long time. It's one of the best looking games on the PS4. The format of the game is the game loop is the game loop is so comfortable where I don't feel bogged down or stressed out or rushed into anything i'm probably 20 hours in and i don't even have my grappling hook yet like i, I it's it's pretty great so i'm have really enjoying it the legend but, any of the legends duels yet that i was telling you about i don't think so i did the first false one so this is what i love about the game is it's so there's main stories and then there's a million side quests everywhere but when you start a side quest the, it they pre- they present it like a short story, like a short film. So I did a, a one yesterday called uh, – it was called The Opposite of Honor. So you go to this little village, and uh, you meet these people in this little – this little like – it's like a – I mean a small village as in like two little houses. And apparently like you hear of this – there's like a samurai who lives there, and they're like, oh, Lord Shizumatsu or whatever. He's off on a, an adventure right now. He'll be back later tonight, and your guy – Lord Sakai, Jin Sakai, you know that you're the final samurai living because the Mongols killed everyone. And you're like, oh, you guys have a samurai here? And they're like, yeah, he's he's on an important mission, but he'll be back for supper. Maybe he'll tell you one of his grand stories. And you're like, okay, let me um let me meet your Lord Shizumatsu guy. And then when the guy comes out, you figure out that he's a fraud. He's basically a fucking loser who stole someone's fucking armor set who died. And then he tricked these poor villagers are into thinking he's like i'm this samurai and and he's like you know doing this whole thing so when it starts it says like you know the the opposite of honor and it shows the kanji and it starts the story then you play the story which is basically you expose him you chase him down and it and uh he's like i'm sorry i wasn't hurting anybody and then he goes well i guess we'll have to duel you and it sets up a duel so i know what the duels are going to look like it sets up a duel, and then right before you're about to do the duel, he um he begs for his life, and you're like, 
All right, I won't fucking kill you, but get the fuck out of here. Leave these people alone. Mm. So you go back to the fucking village, and you tell them, and you go to them, and you say, the guy was a fraud, and he wasn't a samurai. And the lady goes, yeah, we knew the whole time, dude. He was harmless. We thought it was kind of fun to have him around, and he would tell us these stupid stories and shit. And you see, like, the way it's told and the way it's written, like, the it's really written so well. and the, Every story kind of has, like, a, mor a morality to it. They're almost like kind of like st proverbs told in gameplay story. And then once you complete it, it says the, you know, the opposite of honor. And then it drifts away like, like dust, like uh, almost like, mm -hmm. I don't feel so well, Mr. Stark. And it like, it condenses these small stories to where like, if you really want to, you can just turn the game on and like play a couple of short stories or play for fucking 10 hours. So I really like the way that it's kind of put out. I'm like super impressed with it. It's really great. I really like it. My it guy's is. dressed like Ryu right now, and it's fucking awesome. I want to play and that more. Game's the shit. And I want to beat it, but now I'm like, I don't want to stop the progress I've been like building to on my platinum. You know, I'm like so for Dark Souls. Close. Yeah, I'm so close. Get it, dude. Get I the platinum know for Dark Souls. The next like five things I have to do, and then I've got it. The rings is gonna be the tough one. There's a couple that I just. I may have someone drop me the last couple. Dude, just holler at John and have him drop them to you. Yeah. Because I have, uh, I've got all the Covenant ones. It's just the New Game Plus 3 ones that I don't really feel like going through New Game Plus and then, or, you know, New Game Plus and then New Game Plus 3 or whatever. I just don't feel like doing yeah. it. But yeah, so I, um, yeah, I would definitely say holler at John to give you the, the ring trophy. I mean, he came over to us and asked one of our friends, like, can you give me the ring trophy? So. I just got that ring that he needed too. It was the covenant one for the pale tongues. Ah, true. See, yeah, like don't make yourself have to drag through an entire gameplay. Like you want to beat that whole game again just for one fucking ring? Like don't do that. Um. So yeah, so Tsushima's great. Uh, I also did by AC Alien Isolation complete. I've not started it. Sandy, you uh, like? Oh that my one, god, right? it's yeah. so good. Yeah. Although too long. Oh, it's really long. There was like 15 times where I was like, this has to be the ending, right? And then it's like, no, you get to play like three more hours again. <laughs> I don't know. Dude, it's that just... was Last of Us 2. God, it had the perfect moment to end. And they were like, what if we didn't end there and we ended at a shittier moment? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so that's about that. Other than that, you know, you can always catch me on uh, twitch.tv slash thejester954 um, and see what I'm playing and stuff. Also, Nerds the Podcast. Um, so... I did want to tell you guys on the 28th, which was two days ago at 3.06 in the morning, my shadow scared me. <laughs> <laughs> so I just thought that was funny that uh, it was three in the morning. And I guess to where I was standing, uh, I saw what seemed to be a person. And I got I, I was outside at 3.06 in the morning and I thought somebody was creeping up on me, but it was my own shadow. So <laughs> thought it was I, uh, pretty funny that uh, my, my shadow scared me. I had a nightmare. <laughs> I had a nightmare that scared me the other night. Uh, someone had killed my grandma, who's already dead, uh, <laughs> and told them told me they put her in the washing machine, and oh, it no. was like running. And I was like, "Shit!" And then it stopped, and I was like, oh, "I'm gonna have to do something. Like, I'm gonna have to look at this and do something." And then the motherfucking lid opened, and she crawled out like the ring. And I was like, "Oh shit!" And then I woke up. I was so scared. That's though. Pretty terrible. Yeah, pretty terrifying. It's a um, fucked up dream. So, so two music things. One is going to be a recommendation for Halloween, and one is a, a Deftones thing. Like a, a Deftones thing, I have to talk to you guys about. Yes. 
I don't know if that's going to be the right answer. So I listened to Gore again. It's good, but it's forgettable. Sure, yeah. And you know why? I'm with you on that. Mm-hmm. I, I like it because it's still very Deftones. So no matter what, for me, other than Adrenaline, because I really, I really don't care for Adrenaline, any album of Deftones, you can put any song on and it feels Deftones. And I'm like, mm-hmm. thank you. I feel, I feel them. But, and Gore had moments where I'm like, sure, this is fine. This is cool. But I couldn't remember anything. Bro, Phantom Bride you know, like, slaps though. Say again, what was the name? Phantom Bride. It's a good one. But that like, might have been one Jesse's I Jesse's right, though. They're usually Deftones album is you love every song, and then mm-hmm. you have like five favorites on the album. Yeah. I feel like with Gore, like Phantom Bride is great. Wires or whatever, the other one is great. But that's it, right? Prayers, just, Triangles, yeah. Hearts, Wires, those are both good. But yeah, it's it's definitely the, probably the least. I think Phantom Bride might be the song that I, I was listening to when I was like, okay, this one's, I think that one might have stood out to me a little bit because it makes sense if both of you were saying that. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's just, it's, it was good. And I kept going, I'm like, I'm like what am I missing? Because most of the times you can pick out a riff or like a lyric. Like you always remember, and the crowd goes, wow. Or doom, doom, ch, doom, 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 ch. like there's always something that will click, and I remember. Mm-hmm. But I can't remember anything. From you know Gore. why? The lead guitarist, Stephen Jones, is that his name? Stephen, Stephen something. Um, mm-hmm. He he was like just not mentally there for that album. He literally said afterwards he apologized to like when they put the album out. He was like, I'm really sorry. I was in a I don't know what was going on, but I was not there for that one. I didn't care, and you can feel that he doesn't care. He is. Like the center, Stephen Carpenter. That's his name. Yes, the center of every album. Like the those, their that band is him and Chino. And like you know, the the bass is great and the drums are great too. But it's like they drive the songs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Gore. Gore. I think I listening to it more. I like it more than I thought I did. But it definitely isn't. It's probably my least favorite. Album. I'm with you. I love Adrenaline still. I'm sorry, Jesse, but Gore okay. would be probably my least favorite, too. Yeah, I mean, and also I think with all Deftones stuff is if, even for fans like, you know, we're pretty, pretty we like the Deftones a fair amount. I think the more we listen to anything, the more it will grow on us and our confirmation bias is going to make us like it. True, so, but like, that hasn't happened. Like, dude, I, Gore came out, what, five years, four years ago? I still yeah. like, I listen to it from time to time and it's not growing on me. Um Ohms, on the other hand, Oof. I was listening to it today, and it's oh so my good. god, did it grow in me! Like, yeah, <laughs> so fucking good. I like it more every time I hear it. That's the funny, and I loved it when me I first too. heard it. But like, are we gonna time. have like a three-hour Deftones <laughs> segment right now? <laughs> well, with the, with the um with Ohms, like yeah. So in the beginning, I also had a feeling I was like, oh, I really do like this, but it also sounds like cool. It's Deftones, but. Ohms is really good. And then I saw like a post online by some fucking, you know, everyone's always a freaking critic online. And I saw like on some Deftones page, or maybe it was Metal Injection or Loudwire or something. And some guys like, this album is fucking terrible. It's not. Okay. First off, you can't listen to this and tell me it's bad. It's not bad. No. You may not, it may not be. Yeah. It's definitely like the thing with Gore, like I'm saying is, I. I like it because it's Deftones and I feel the, that's how you really know a band is the shit when they, no matter what they do, you can tell who they, you can tell it's them. Mm -hmm. But 
Ohms doesn't have the gore thing. Ohms is actually fucking yeah. dope. Like, the, the spell of mathematics like is special. Exactly. And they've also sounded... They have the sound, right? They sound very similar from album to album. While all these other bands, they change their sound after two albums because they're no longer edgy kids anymore. But Deftones, yeah. they like... They've discovered their sound and they've discovered what actually is good instead of being a phase of like emo edgy kids, right? Yeah, almost like, you know, the opposite would be one of their brother bands, Incubus. You know, Incubus was, Incubus used to be the stinky surfer kid high on <laughs> mushrooms with a fucking longboard, you know, eating a half eaten hot dog outside of the 7 Eleven. And now he's the hipster who wants to make sure that you're roasting his coffee beans at the perfect temperature. You know, because he has to go to an art gallery opening. God, he's way and less handsome now, though. He was, he used he to be. He looks like Steven Tyler now. Yes, dude. When, I mean, obviously, he's aging. You know, it is what it is. Drugs, but fuck, he that. was one of the hottest dudes on earth. You know what I mean? Like, you saw him and you're like, I know everybody would fuck him. Like, everyone, mm -hmm. everyone on earth would fuck him. And now you see him and you're like, ooh, boy, he's old. And he's doing the thing yeah. where he's just old with long hair and like, some, but some people can pull it off if it's got texture, but his hair just looks like corpsey a little bit, you know, like it's like yeah. dead. I don't know. It's you know who kind of has that? Um, young Jamie from JRE. Oh, he got long hair. <laughs> so the other day, Joe was like doing a little video of him because he he survived COVID, and um, he has like the old dude. First off, young Jamie has his hair is like half gray. Damn. And it's and he has it like back in a little man like Tom York man bun, and it's like oh look at you trying to retain some of your youthfulness. It's okay, <laughs> you're Joe Rogan's producer, bro. You're fine. You can cut that off. You can cut it off. Dude, he's probably fucking <clears throat> rich as fuck. Joe probably pays him at maybe close to six figures. He's probably, got he, a, oh, he pays him over six figures for sure. Has to. Yes, he should. Honestly, yeah, he it's true. Show. Imagine being Red Band though. I know Red Band's like rich enough too but like you know imagine being red band being like fuck i did this shit for like basically free yeah well red band fucked himself over because he wanted to be too much in front of the camera and mm -hmm. he always like joe would have scientists on and red band would be like have you guys ever smelled a girl's butthole and joe would be like brian we're talking to a physicist right now oh okay <laughs> want to see this picture of this cat I drew? And it's like, Brian, shut up. But um, I still got to find it one day. There's one episode I remember of JRE when you knew Joe was over it and fed up with Brian Redman to the point where he gave him this, the death stare. And like a week later, Redman was gone. It was crazy. Well, Redman's not funny. I never liked him ever. And he's not, then he was like, I'm doing comedy now. And you're like, what? who listens to you? Like, the thing about Red Band is he has a good uh, taste in comedy. Like, he has good comedic taste because he surrounds himself with a lot of really funny people. Um, but he's not funny No, at all. Joe introduced him to all that. He's on he's on Kill Tony because of Joe. Mm. But, um, but fuck that guy. So the last thing I want to talk about on my week is I want to give a huge music recommendation. This is a super-duper recommendation. I give it every year. I give it all the time. You probably already heard it. It's a band called Iced Earth. Iced Earth is a power metal band. It's big, dramatic music. Um, but they have an album called Horror Show. Horror, like horror movies. Horror Show. And the album is like a huge heavy metal epic album, but every song is based on a monster. So there's a song called Dracula. There's a song called Phantom of the Opera. There's a song called Damien. Uh, there's a werewolf song, a Jack the Ripper song. There's a song about like uh, 
like Civil War ghosts. So there's like a ghost song about like old American ghosts. Uh, and this album is incredible. The art is really cool. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I wrote a, a a review on my um, Instagram for years ago when I found it. I wrote like a super like in my opinion like powerful like emotional review about this album or at least what it meant to me. I'll probably repost it tonight um, because I really enjoy it. And the album is really fun. I know I always recommend stuff to people, um, but it's Halloween, and I really do highly recommend this album because. It's really fun because there are a lot of songs on it. Like they're all monster themed, so everything has a theme to it. And so there's like songs that are like really epic. Like I'm gonna re- really recommend uh, a song called Damien, which is about Damien. It's kind of based on the Omen Three: The Final Conflict, starring Sam Neill, which is a great movie if you watch the uh, the Omen trilogy. Uh, I was gonna sing something, but I'm not going to. But I'm gonna read a monologue from the Omen which is really short. Uh, but that's like a really epic and cool song. But then there's also songs like the Jack the Ripper song and the Werewolf song. Those songs are just like super heavy, ripping right out the gate, like super heavy and shit. But then there's like ballads, like the Dracula song or the Phantom of the Opera song are like really well done. These are like 10 minute heavy metal masterpieces. And it's not about like being super heavy and like, bah! They're like, it's power metal, so it is cheesy, but I really do. Like, there's a reason why I'm taking a moment to fucking tell you, like, especially for this time of year, this album is so fucking sick. If you like monsters and you like Halloween and you appreciate metal and stuff and you can actually get through, you know, sometimes music is just for the cool beat that you want to listen to for three minutes, or sometimes you need to watch, you need to listen to the whole nine minute epic to see the entire painting of of it so i really do recommend it i especially recommend the song damien it's a really awesome song that goes from like cool and pensive and chill to like just heavy metal masterpiece and it has two really great solos in it uh and what i really like about it is this is the last thing i'll do in my week is that the song basically tells you the story lyrically of what who damien is and then especially what i'm trying to get you to listen to is the monologue which is taken from The Omen 3, The Final Conflict, starring Sam Neill. That happens within the first four minutes. It's after the first verse, first chorus, they go monologue. And then after that, there's more music. But uh, The Omen is obviously about Damien, the son of the devil, whatever, blah, 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 Antichrist. And he grows up to be a political guy with power, political power. And in the final Omen film, The Final Conflict, he finds himself in a church looking up at a petrified effigy of Christ, a.k.a. a big cross with Jesus on it. And he's in this big church by himself, and he looks up to it, and he speaks to it, right? So, um, as spoken by Sam Neill, he proceeds to say this. Uh, trigger warning for blasphemy. Nazarene, what can you offer? Since the hour you vomited forth from the gaping wound of a woman, you have done nothing but drown men's soaring desires in a deluge of sanctimonious sanctimonious morality. I was conceived of a jackal. Your pain on the cross was but a splinter compared to the agony of my father. I will drive deeper the thorns into your rancid carcass, you profaner of Isis. Cursed Nazarene, I will avenge thy torment. And then the sickest fucking guitar solo hits. 
And it's really great. And it goes on to do the verse and chorus again. And then there's another guitar solo. So I, I know I'm like pushing this fucking song on you, but like I've gotten a couple messages from some listeners before that I, I know there's a couple of people out there that like heavier music and stuff. So I would really highly advise to look up the band Iced Earth. Their stuff can be a little hard to listen to because it is very power metal, which is kind of annoying. It's like it's like if theater kids were given a an actual King Arthur sword. And uh, But this song is really great. And I really recommend Horror Show by Iced Earth. End scene. I'm done. Listen to <sighs> Horror Show by Iced Earth. <laughs> my favorite band. Show. I actually I found that in a in a CD exchange one day. I was looking through um CD exchange used to be where you buy used CDs and people would sell their old music and I was digging and I saw it's a horror show and I was like, "Oh, look, the songs are called Dracula, Werewolf, Jack the Ripper, Damien." I, I used to bought it. Iced Earth while I played Warcraft 3 with Ian. We had headbang. Oh, that'd be perfect, Drew. Yeah, there's a lot of dope shit. I actually discovered last night on Loop. They, he has a song called Cthulhu off an album called, I think, The Storm of Babylon. Uh, and it's cool shit. If you know, it's cool, like it's it's cool theatric nerd shit. It's like like power metal is very nerdy. Oh yeah. Yep. But it's really great, and this album is really great, especially that song. And then I also really will recommend the Phantom of the Opera song is really really good it's called phantom of the opera by iced earth and it's long and it's a duet he has a female like a really powerful female vocalist singing with him and it's really neat because it tells you the st- like it tells you the story of like phantom of the opera and like they're like they're like dueling as they're ta- they're like fucking yelling at each other but it's not screaming they're doing that powerful s- song shit it's and it's really epic and i really do enjoy that album like a lot like it's one of the treasures of like of, of albums that i love is, is horror show by ice earth so i cannot recommend that em- enough i but appreciate you for letting me read that listen to my rent would you recommend it <laughs> i would recommend it <laughs> that voice is prominent in our streams too <laughs> yes uh i feel bad Tonight we will be streaming duck shows <laughs> <laughs> We will be streaming the test of do you know the weapon and do you know who wields it? <sighs> oh goodness gracious. What's up next, dog? Um well let's go we so we don't really have much uh planned. Yeah, uh, so had... Halloween shit, we talk about some horror movies. I'll tell you something. I tried to do something Halloweeny this week and I was like, you know what, let me watch Freddy versus Jason again. It's a fun <laughs> movie. You know, Freddy, Jason collaboration 2003 that's the year i graduated high school i remember going to the premiere let's go let's do this does it live uh, up to the pro- to the premiere no so 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 here's the deal so i so you start the movie and freddie versus jason you figure why is this happening one they were owned by the same company so then you realize how can they do this so what it starts out with is Freddy's talking, and Freddy basically in a nutshell is telling you that like everyone's forgotten about him so he's super weak and so he's like stuck in his dream realm and he has like no power anymore. And he's trying to figure out how to come back. Now, Jason is, you know, as always, like for some fucking reason, he's like trapped in Camp Crystal, uh, in Crystal Lake underwater. Like he's chained down there. So, but you know, Jason never dies. So, in a brilliant move, what they write is Freddy infiltrates the mind of, of the undead Jason character. And tricks undead Jason into thinking that Freddy's his mother. And 
he encourages them, Jason, rise, rise, you must kill again. These teenagers are fucking in the woods. Go kill them for being whores. Like, you know, like, so that's kind of a cool idea because Freddie manipulates Jason to go out and start killing again so that it starts rousing fear into the community again. He also convinces them to go from Camp Crystal Lake, like, but go over to like Elm Street, go to where and start killing those teenagers, which will stir up rumors of Freddy, which will get people afraid of Freddy, which will make Freddy powerful enough to come back. That's a really awesome idea. It really is. And it's a really great way to bring it back. And the first five minutes of the movie is a vignette showing that. And then uh, the title card hits with a really cheesy song written by Il Nino, but it's fine. That soundtrack was fun. And then the actors come on screen, and I could not make it past five minutes. Uh, this is around that time where they were just hiring – like they weren't hiring actors. They were just hiring – like Hot this people. is early 2000s, probably filmed in 2001 or two. came out in 2003. They were hiring actors who were just like hot kids, mm-hmm. but they couldn't act. And – like if you go back to like I've also recently like watched like Dream Child and Dream Warriors and stuff and some of the Freddy movies really like the first one and then Dream Warriors are really fucking yeah, awesome. Dream New Warriors Night, uh, is or fucking New great. Nightmare is really great. Dude, uh, I'm a big apologist for Freddy's Dead, but it's because it came out right at the perfect like I think that came out when I was like 12 or 13 maybe, and it was yeah. like the perfect time, you know, like the. That's the one with the Game Boy, right? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, where. Um, uh, he had, it's like the junkyard fight. It's like all the goofy shit. It's a really goofy yeah. one, but I really liked it. Yeah, like and those movies back then, like when the kids are like graduating high school and shit, like like they were bad as well. You know, they were bad. And the acting was shitty, but those movies still felt right and they were good. And I still like them. You know, like they're good. They're pretty bad, but they're like they're. But Dude, you get it. A Nightmare on Elm Street is a great movie, actually. And it, it's, oh no. The it's first one, crafted. Yeah, the first movie and Dream Warriors. So the first, the third. Yeah, and then I'd say like New Nightmare was the one that took place IRL, basically, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that one was, I don't think it really fits into with all the other all other Nightmare on Elm Street films, but it was a really awesome like fourth wall breaking movie, dog. Like when. When the girl who plays Nancy calls Robert England and he's on the phone with her and he's just painting. And then after he hangs up the phone, you see that he's obsessively painting this crazy ass painting of Freddy. Mm-hmm. And you realize like this demonic entity has transcended from art into real life and is starting to possess the people that worked on it. Like that was really cool. Towards the end, it gets fucking wacky jacks. I get it. Yeah, yeah. But they <laughs> but they all do. And uh, a lot of those movies are Kind of bad, it, like for real. Like when he crushes the roach and the thing. Yeah, I, I get it. Really They're silly, but look, in two thousand and three, you have no excuses anymore. You now have the ability to make whatever you can come up in your mind on screen, and you also have like the ability to cast like legit actors. And I think it was you who said it, Aaron, when you were like, "Oh, it's when they were just basically taking casting calls from like real world. Like, hey, are you mm-hmm. hot and young? Do you want to be in something? Read these lines." I could not get through any of these actors' lines. Uh, I mean, they even had a Child of Destiny in there, and that was another terrible performance. People make fun of the the Rorschach, the remake, Nightmare on Elm Street mm-hmm. with the Rorschach guy. What's his name again? Um, He's got a weird name. He's got a very childlike yeah, name. Yeah, I forget his name. Jackie Earl Haley. Yeah, Jackie Earl Haley. Um, 
I think I called it a childish name because it has Haley and Haley yeah, Joel. Joel. Um, it's a three name name with Haley in it. So it's yeah. <laughs> uh, and people say that movie's bad, but if you look at that movie, there's like really good acting in that movie. Like that first scene when that kid slits his throat in the restaurant is nuts. It's and even it's not a bad. So the thing is, it's a bad Freddy movie because they decided to do kind of the Evil Dead 2013, where they're like, let's make a horror movie out of a nightmare on elm street where you know those movies end up kind of slapsticky the first nightmare on elm street is definitely a horror film um, yeah but as they went on they got goofier because freddie became more of a character i mean bro it got goofy as fuck they jumped into a game boy at some point <laughs> like it got <laughs> it got so silly so with the remake they decided like let's do just horror so freddie's not a character in that movie he's not like you know, nighty night and like, you know, cut your yeah. eyeballs out or whatever. It's like he does the fucking pray to me. You know, like yeah. he's doing that voice. Yeah, dude. It's like Batman voice. And it's like the reason why Freddie was like so goofy and childlike and weird was because he preys on children. Yeah, he was like, a child molester. That's why he acts like and I, and to tell you the truth, a weird thing is I fucking can't stand Robert England. I really find him cringe as fuck. And I find Freddy pretty cringe as fuck, but I understand in the term of Freddy, I love the films and I love the, the series and I get it. But like the 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 Haley Joel Osment guy or Robert <laughs> Haley Osment, what the fuck's his name, dog? Jackie Earl Haley. Rorschach. Nah, dude, Rorschach. <laughs> uh, that movie, his Freddy sucked in that movie, but the movie itself wasn't bad and they did the thing where they hired a bunch of like hot young people but i will tell you this they hired a smoking hot blonde girl to be the main character and you think oh another vapid no that's hot Mara, chick. dude she's a great actress yeah that's what i'm about to say oh it's another vapid hot blonde chick who's just gonna like be there and people said they're like oh they just hired some dumb blonde bitch and like no do you watch her she is killing it she does a great job like that opening scene in the diner where like the dude's kind of the dude cuts his own like that scene is like really strong and like it was it's really great so what i was getting back to was the um freddy versus, freddy versus jason. jason is an atrocity and it the only reason to watch it is to watch basically wrestlemania it's to watch <laughs> freddy fight jason and it's fucking it's even that stupid. Like it's cool when he's like slashing Jason and Jason is like boom hits him with the machete and fuck they're fucking scrapping. But then the other half of the fight, Freddy knows kung fu now and he's doing karate and shit. And uh yeah, I just wanted to say that. I want I tried to watch Freddy versus Jason twice <laughs> and I could not get through the people and then when I tried to fast forward and just watch the high spots, like the kills and shit, it was just empty. And I realized that the Nightmare on Elm Street remake is better than Freddy vs. Jason. And Freddy vs. Jason may be the worst Nightmare film, period. Well, I'll, I'll say this. It came out at that same time as like AVP or the original Aliens vs. Predator and then AVP, which are both trash. I know some people <laughs> like them, but they are trash. And they have the same problems, which is like, get actors? Nah, there's a hot chick I saw. No, you're wrong. And this guy's AVP, Alien vs. Predator. The, yeah. I love that movie. In, in the Antarctic? 
Yeah, it was trash. That's one of my favorites. The second one is in like a little town, and I like the second one. (gasps) Yeah, you do. How dare you? That movie is so dark. It was like Game the of Thrones worst. How dare you send you? I mean, I, I like it as a, like a guilty pleasure thing. I I full full on understand that those movies are like trash, right? But mm-hmm. if I had to pick, I do like the second. We'll see. One. Alien versus Predator, where they're in the Antarctic. Yeah, I love. That's not even a guilty pleasure. I love that film. Did not I even I saw it in theater. Yeah, exactly. I'm not even going to call it a movie. I'm going to call it a film. AVP <laughs> is a, a great film. film. A film. How <laughs> dare you? How dare you? I saw that in the theater look, and I wanted to look, walk out. Hey, look, my friend went to film school, so I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, husband went to film school and graduated, so my opinion probably counts a little better there. Uh, I just did my Popeye laugh. Now I catch it all the time after Moonwitch pointed it out. That's my, that's my Popeye laugh. Um, <laughs> so we actually have some why don't we go to the questions and let them because there's they're they're all really horrible yeah, those questions are going to dictate kind of conversational stuff and it's yeah I, I, just, I definitely just wanted to shit on freddy vs jason really quick because no you said i watched uh, freddy vs jason and i was like why because i <laughs> knew that movie is fucking it. dog shit just not, keep not seeing it is what I'm thinking. Yes. No, you should try to watch it. I mean, and then <laughs> lastly, I've, I have to be careful how I do this because they might ever listen. I have a friend who's kind of a dummy. It's kind of a dum-dum. <laughs> and um, the thing is the Freddy vs. Jason soundtrack is awesome because when it came out, it was Roadrunner Records. It's got a lot of awesome heavy metal stuff. It's got a B-side from Slipknot. It's got Chimera. It's got Fear Factory. It's got a fucking Sepultura song with Mike Patton. It's like a really crazy it's soundtrack. It. It's awesome. What is it? <laughs> and uh, I sent the song to a friend of mine, and then the next day they text me, and they go, "Watching Freddy vs. Jason. Yeah, so good. <laughs> and I'm like, the night before was when I put it on, and I was like, watching Freddy vs. Jason. No, so bad. <laughs> and it was just funny to see how people have different tastes. Cause like, and I tried to explain to him the thing with um, Haley Joel Osment, Freddie, and uh, <laughs> ah, Robert Frank, Jason. <laughs> These three name people, Joel bro. Osmond, just do that. <laughs> you know who's the worst? The Green Ranger. Jason, three David, first names: Frank. Jason, David, Frank. It's like pick one, mom. Yeah. <laughs> but I tried to explain to him the, the Haley guy's Freddy movie, and he's like, no, Robert Englund forever. And I'm like, okay, sure. Anyways. Uh, Senya, Freddy have you Jason seen sucks. our Lord and Savior Evil Dead 2013? Say, say it again. Have you seen our Lord and Savior Evil Dead no. remake? Oh, my God. No, oh, I that's great. I We really enjoyed it. I, I Actually, the very first episode of Off the Rails was a three-hour breakdown of just that movie. Yes. It was. And it's yeah. it's a great movie. Next really next Evil Dead movie takes place. Oh my god! I just saw an article about how it's, the next one's going to take place in like a small in a town somewhere or no big city, big city, big city, which will be interesting to see how they do it. And I don't. I'm wondering. Remember they were going to do a Mia and Ash uh, like movie after the remake. They were going to bring Ash back. And like have them interact, which would have been really fucking cool. Wait, wait a minute. How the fuck? What do you? There's evil. Is it Bruce? Please don't tell me Bruce Campbell's. No, in Bruce it? Campbell's retired uh, as Ash. Oh, he's retired thank God. As Ash. After uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead, he said he's hanging it up. He thought that was awesome. a good show, and it was a great show. He would have kept doing the show, but he said uh, after you know after that's done, I'm I'm done. That's fine, but is it the same director? Raimi's probably just going to produce. I don't know why he doesn't make movies anymore. 
Like Sam Raimi hasn't made a movie I think since Oz the Great and Powerful and he's such a good no, filmmaker. I mean the remake. Oh, Fetty Alvarez, is that who that was? Whoever did the remake is it or or is like who's making I had you just blew, I had no idea that there was a new Evil Dead movie being made. Yeah, uh, I know Bruce Campbell and Sam Raimi are producing, but I have no idea who's making it. Um, hmm. But anyways, let's go into um, questions uh, or our post. Uh, so I'll do this one. Uh, you have a screenshot of last week's. We'll do those last. Just yes, I have the screenshot. I'll pull it up. Uh, so Ronnie Rodriguez wrote in and said, uh, what are you all expecting from season two of Mandalorian? I'm not sure yet. I I can't wait to see Gus Fring fight with that black saber um first episode was really good though i did really enjoy it never seen it yeah you haven't said you watch any of it yeah i watched the first season i liked it enough but i feel like i mean season two it's such a great setup you can just do anything you can be like we're going on this planet and this weird shit's gonna happen like i don't know you can they can be they can do anything with this show it's they're doing a really good job. This one, so season one or season two, episode one. Spoilers: If you haven't seen it, don't listen to this <coughs> part. Um, it's not a big spoiler, but if if you care about these type of things, uh, has I'm gonna go into it now. Uh, the se- season two, episode one has Timothy Oliphant in it, who I love, uh, and he's a guy who's wearing Boba Fett's armor. So Mando's looking for a Mandalorian, another Mandalorian, uh, to help him use their like uh hmm. their their underworld count you know their underworld context to find out who, what race baby yoda is um and so he's heard that there's one on tatooine and so he goes there and uh which you know he's been to tatooine that's where some of the first season took place but he's like i have not seen one and so the guy's like he's in this town so then he goes and talks to amy sidaris and whatever and she's like that town used to be here i don't know what's there now and so he goes whatever and it's Timothy Oliphant, and he's wearing Boba Fett's armor, which is pretty cool. Um, and he's like, I bought it from some Tuscan Raiders, dude. I don't fucking know. Like, I, I didn't kill the guy who was wearing it. I just bought this armor. You know, I traded with some Tuscans, and uh, here we are. You know, and I've used it to defend this town because it was a town getting raided by bandits, right? Um, so it's it's a cool setup. And at the very end, you see the actor who played uh, Django Fett which would be, you know, um, Boba Fett was a clone of Django, if you go by the yeah. rules. Simone, so buddy. It's an older Boba Fett. So, and he's like, oh. he's like kind of spying on the situation and just walks away. Which is interesting. Boba Fett's a terrible bounty hunter, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. He kind of fucks up every time yeah, he, he shows up. He just dick. looks cool. Yeah, he just looks cool. <laughs> he's like Captain Phasma, where they were like, what if someone looked really cool and then did fuck all night? Yeah. Um, so season two, I don't know what I'm expecting. I'm just going to kind of, I'm trying not to speculate too, too much. I'm expecting it to be good. It's already been really good with the, uh, practical effects. Like everything's really, really well done. The music is so good. Um, so I'm just hoping for more of the same. Yeah. One of my favorite. You want me to, you want me to go ahead? No, I'll just read these and we'll do those. We'll just go through those at the end. If that makes oh, sense. Okay. Uh, one of my favorite acid buddies, uh, Jay, uh, Jay Price, man, a guy that I used to do. LSD with and had my my favorite trips were with him. Uh, I still he, got a, I still got a third of a hit inside my Mega Man collection PS4 box. Yeah, I got dude. a third of a Stormtrooper uh, in my uh, in there. Anyways, sorry, no, I don't. My FBI agent. Though. A third of a hit. <laughs> the, a third of a hit ain't shit though. 
Uh, this for microdosing. That's actually beautiful. Uh, it makes you have a wonderful, beautiful day. Oh yeah, I've never microdosed. I've macrodosed. I've used to take the, it for it five. Yeah, um, a third of a hit in the morning. I have had. It, it barely touches you, but it touches you enough where I've had like some of the most. What ends up happening is I reach out to my to close friends of mine and have some of the most like beautiful like I love you friend conversations for like hours. It's pretty great. Okay, so uh, <laughs> Don't the, do guy, the guy that I used to do that with uh, <laughs> asks, what's your favorite horror game of all time? Either for story, mechanics, or just playing scared oh. the living shit out of you. Uh, he says, my personal fave is Alien Is- Isolation. Uh, while it's way longer than it should be, that's funny. <laughs> yes. And not yes, the greatest <laughs> cast. I have never fear quit any game as much as I had with that. Alien Isolation was so fun, though. Like It was long, but it was so good. The tension... The fucking anxiety. You constantly feel anxiety because you think the alien's just going to come out and get you immediately. That game was great. I don't think it's horror. It wasn't... I feel like it was more suspense and thriller of a game. It, I did not feel horrified. I just had anxiety the whole time. So what do you mean by long? Do you mean 30 hours or like 50 hours? No, it's not 50. It's more like you feel like you've just played it forever and it should be ending now. And they're like, ah, oh, no fake ending. Like there's going to be, you're going to play for five more hours or mm. like you have a f- much more to go than you think because you feel like maybe it's just because you constantly feel on edge and you constantly feel anxious. So the time goes slow, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, definitely. So it's like, it's like creeping it. through a hard area in Dark Souls when you have to like slowly walk and it's like, fuck, like going through Irithyll basically. Well, it's more like, you know, it's very um, level. Like, you have, you know, this floor of a ship you have to clear before you go to the next one, right? So you know exactly where you're at. It's not like, you you know when you progress, you know, like, okay, I cleared this, so I think this story is going to end soon because I'm, like, outside of the ship, running around in space, you know, and the ship is blowing up, but it's like, no, there's so much more to go. The ship is not blown <laughs> up. Are we kidding? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Like, at one point, the entire, I think it's captain's cabin or whatever part of the ship just, like, disattaches completely from the main ship. And you're, like, just floating in space and everything's blowing up. Like, that's it, right? Like, we're all dying. This is it. We're, like, in space (laughs) blowing up. Nope. It's, it's, there's still much, much more to do. (laughs) Like, this type of shit, you know what I mean? Have you, did you play any of the DLC for it? I don't think so. I didn't think there. I didn't know there was DLC for it. Oh yeah, I see. I got the complete edition. It comes with. I think there's like two or three expanded. St- one of them you play as Ripley on the Nostromo from Alien. Because I know this game you play her daughter. You get to play yeah. as fucking as as Ripley on the original ship for one of the DLCs, I believe. That's. Cool. And they're on. If I mean, if you want to revisit that game, I believe the D- uh, the DLC packs on sale for probably. I mean, I just bought the whole game and all the DLCs for like seven ninety nine. Yeah, or it's something. always on sale. Ah, that's a great price. That's like so worth that game. Like, yeah, play it's good. I don't know, Definitely. man. Those first person horror games, Resident Evil Seven, kind of pissed me off. To those, <laughs> I don't want to do them anymore. Um, I think it's good. I think it's good. No, I know, and that's why I bought it. Because I know you got good taste, but that game... Well, I just like horror game. I like survival horror. That's what I always liked the best. That was my favorite genre. Nice. Well, let me, so, I'll answer I first since I don't have too, too much experience. I, I've played mm-hmm. uh, all of Resident Evil 1, 2, 3, 4, and Code Veronica, I think. is the Those were the only ones I did. And I, I think probably Resident Evil 2 is my favorite horror game of all time. 
I really liked the setting. I really liked the gameplay. And it was scary. It's the last, like, mm-hmm. the last one that was still really survival horror. Mm-hmm. It's good. Um, for me, like, I, horror has never been a, like, a big genre for me. But I did, obviously, like, growing up with PlayStation 1 when it came out and shit, uh, I did play it. I, I, I keep forgetting what the game is called. And it's a bummer because I w- I'd really Let's love to find it. it right now. But it was basically on PS1, and it was a horror game. Okay. But it wasn't Resident Evil. Okay. But what it played happens? like. Talk about it. You're like a scientist, and uh, it was really early. I'm trying to see if I can find it. It was. It was not called Ill Bleed because Ill Bleed was on the Dreamcast, and I enjoyed it. But and it wasn't like Parasite Eve or Galarians. But there was a game on the PlayStation 1. I have to find it. It wasn't D. Um, and it wasn't even that good of a game. But it was basically like tank controls like Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. And I remember it was one of the earliest PlayStation 1 games I hadn't played. And it was cool, whatever. But horror games-wise, I have played a handful of Silent Hill games. I do remember playing Silent Hill 1 and getting up to like the piano the piano puzzle. Mm-hmm. And From that being... Yeah, and that racking my brain, and I—I mm-hmm. I always remember Silent Hill games were really, really cool. I didn't—I never beat any of them. I did—I played the last one I played was probably The Room, because I thought that was cool. Like you're stuck in your apartment, and eventually you climb through your bathroom window, and you're in this Japanese forest with these fucking ghosts coming after you, and you have like a pipe. Uh, but I've never really been into like horror games, and when I think of this, the only thing I can really think of. Is Bloodborne? <laughs> Ooh, Bloodborne is a good answer. It's well, the it thing all is, goes back to Dark Souls. <laughs> it, it does, and I, I don't mean I don't mean for it to, but when it comes to like a game that actually like scared me, because I remember one time it was in the area near Mikolash, where those creepy little dudes are like walking around, and um, and it was like daytime, and I had to open my blinds because I was creeped out. And it was like the middle of the day. I don't know why. The slime I must... students. The what? The slime students? Or no, he's not at the school. No, no, no. The little, just the little guys. You could hear them walking around when you're near Mikolash and you're on the elevators and shit. Mm, and yes, um, yes, 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 and yes. also like you know the the Cthulhu guy sucking your brain and all the spider shit and all the multiple eyes and the fungus growing out of the back of the guy's head and the it was like really unsettling. So Bloodborne like really unsettled me i think more than any game i've ever played because of kind of that like we bring it up a lot aaron like the whole like honeycomb eyeball fungus Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. kind of growth out of the body and there's a lot of really weird body horror like i can't even look at if any video comes up online that's showing like snippets and tidbits of um uh of the fly with jeff goldblum (laughs) <laughs> I can't even look at it. Can't even look at the shit. So, um, so Bloodborne kind of made me, uh, yeah, Cronenberg kind of freak was, out a bit. Cronenberg was. I'm not a holding kid. a controller. That's the headset I'm wearing. Is it? Yeah, that's what sucks. As I was saying earlier, guys, um, what it is is I'm wearing a Turtle Beach headset with a whole bunch of hinges on it that you gave me, and when I move my jaw, it moves the hinges, and that's what the clacking is. This will never happen again. Like I said, first thing I'm going to do is go buy a new microphone. Um, 
But no, I'm not holding anything. I'm just holding on to. Actually, I'm holding on to my pants. <laughs> what was the question again? Best horror games. What's your favorite horror game? Well, favorite I mean, obviously game. for me, Silent Hill one through. Um, I would say Jesse. Like, I like the room halfway, right? Half mm-hmm. of the room. So games three and a half for Silent Hill, the best horror games ever made, in my opinion. But it's only because in the room, they make you go through the same levels. Once you like go halfway through the game, they make you do this shit again. And that's why I feel like they really... That that sucks. Why would I do the same thing again? Just sucks. Yeah, so, half of the game was good. Yeah, I did um, kind of notice that, because even to get to the first time you leave, you kind of have to walk around the apartment like 20 times. Mm-hmm. It's like... Yeah. It's like, what do I? What am I really doing here? I mean, I guess oh, favorite horror. I would say look up something called Ill Bleed, I L L Bleed, on the Dreamcast, and it was kind of like a, like you're like in a horror theme park, and it was like a cool little game. So it's not very accessible to many people to play, but I would maybe just look it up on YouTube. Yeah. Like, and it was kind of. I remember having some fun playing that. Ill Bleed was pretty cool. Yeah, the PT trailer. It's not really a game, but that was the that was, best shit ever made for yeah. horror fans. Yeah, I was gonna say if, if you've played that, that was actually probably the scariest game I've played. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, like before there was a game where you watch your friends watch Game of Thrones, uh, the Red Wedding, right? And you watch their reactions. <laughs> there was the game called Watch Your Friends Play PT. We just would watch our friends play through that trailer every time, and lose their fucking shit because it's so scary. <laughs> that game was no. great. Yeah. Ah, I wish it happened. I, I wish, you know, Guillermo and Kojima finally, you know, fucking do it. Why did who, that thing die? Who knows? He's doing something. Kojima's doing something right now. He we did just don't Death Stranding. That shit is boring. I can't nope. play that shit. I can't make myself play this game anymore. No, but he's on to his next project. We just don't but know what Death it is. Death Stranding was supposed to be the most amazing thing ever made. The hype for like five years. I was so excited. That's and true. then I just can't <laughs> play it because it's so slow and boring. Well, and I should love it because I love doing side quests and I love doing delivery shit. Bring this give that and it's just boring i don't know kojima-san put out a picture of uh some um character like uh what's the first art uh for concept, concept? art for uh death stranding 2 today but then he had to tweet and cl- clarify like oh no this is just like stuff i've been working on nothing like i'm not making death stranding 2 i just was like using my brain you know like my imagination was going and this is what came out mm. Yeah, he, they did say he was working on a new game, but yeah. we don't know anything about it yet. Death Stranding. Yeah. It, it, were... it may not even be a game. He's working on a new property. Could be a pachinko can... thing. <laughs> but the problem is, is that some people are thinking it might be he might be trying to make because he, he wants to make a movie one day. Yeah. So they're thinking yes. that, He's and it's like you know guy. what? You probably shouldn't. He should. <laughs> His games need... are literally the best games I've ever watched when it comes yeah, but... to Kojima. But if he tries to make a movie, he, his games are like 60 hours long. You can't fit that into, you know, 120 minutes. Like, it's, I, I would love to him for him to have to be able to do that. But I think that he'd have to really neuter himself and, and be able to selectively choose to be able to make one film. Or he's going to come out and be like, I'm making, fuck a trilogy. I'm making a six-tuplet movie series that's going to come out in the next 20 years. Because he wants to, like, imagine him telling Metal Gear in a movie. Yeah. It would take too long. Yeah. 
I mean, it can be a show, it can be a Netflix show, whatever. Yeah, PT's yeah. a bummer though, because like it was gonna be the best it's game. So good, right? Yeah. It was amazing. For a, yeah, that's kind of a bummer. It. For a demo, it's better than most full games. Yeah. I still have it on my PlayStation because if you don't delete it, oh, it's there. you still mm-hmm. do? Yeah, uh huh. You could sell your PlayStation for like what? A P? You have it on your PS3? Yeah, the the you could, not the fat one, but the slim one. <laughs> You could probably sell that shit for like six hundred bucks, and somebody will buy it. I want to keep it. I love that Wait, shit. That was Sometimes on I PS3? go back to it. Say again, Aaron. Yeah, yeah, PS3. Was PS3. Jesus, yeah. I forgot. Um, yeah. yeah. Also, people are complaining that PT is not going to work on PlayStation Fives. Yeah, it doesn't work on. Like, yeah, it's not made for it. Hello. Like, if you look it up, no people are like, but I still have mine on a hard drive, and they want to plug their hard drive into a PS5 <laughs> and play PT, and it's like, really, dude? Like, get over it. Yeah, that's <laughs> not how it works. Now, what does the radio say? It's like, mom was being. Oh my god! What every time you walk by the radio in the very beginning, it says the same thing. It was like what. The, the oh. guy, he says the guy like you know the radio as you're walking by yeah, like, mom I don't is remember. being such a bitch or something like that I can't remember <laughs> um, anyway so who's why you gotta be such a bitch mommy <laughs> <laughs> doubt at me again now kiss and hug don't, don't put me in the sink mommy who's <laughs> uh, next gaming wrote in and said as horror games go Resident Evil is my go to I uh, really enjoy the series would y'all put Dark Souls in that category? No, but I would say Bloodborne, yes. Bloodborne Bloodborne in certain instances definitely so, is scary. I would say Bloodborne is not a a survival horror game, but it is a horror themed game. It is yes. werewolves and Cthulhu. Like it is some of the, you know, cosmic horror, some of the best cosmic horror that's ever yeah. been done. Um he he said I'd say yes. Uh, also Silent Hill I think does horror a little better than Resident Evil games. At least yes. Silent Hill 2. But Ari yes. is just a series I really enjoy, especially 2 and 3. Yeah, I agree. Oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely agree. Well, Resident Evil is more of an action. Like, yes, you do feel scared, but you never get the anxiety. Like, what what, what about horror that makes it horror, right? You feel the suspense and you feel constant fucking anxiety, right? In Resident mm-hmm. Evil, I, don't, I didn't ever have that, right? Sometimes, maybe when Nemesis is running around and you hear him, but you don't see him, right? But most of the time, you just shoot a zombie, you move on with your day. But in Silent Hill, I feel like it's just always, oh my god, like something's gonna, something's gonna happen anytime now, right? You have this anxious fucking feeling. That's what yeah. makes it horror for you, because it gets into your fucking head, right? <laughs> Resident Evil, it really does not. It's just a fun action thing. Um, so funny story, while I remember how I found out about Silent Hill, I went to the store after playing Resident Evil 3. And I was like, do you have anything like that? And they gave me a copy of Silent Hill 1. I'm like, is it scary? And they're like, yeah, it is. <laughs> and that's where it started. Nice. That's awesome. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, see, the thing is, what I think may correlate is that, because um, Resident Evil definitely does have moments of like fear and anxiety and shit, but the, the thing is with Resident Evil is you're part of like a tactical police squad, and you have like guns and And shit. armor. And, everything. and mm-hmm. in Silent Hill, you're just like your dad, you're, you're looking just, for your, your fucking dad kid. looking for your kid, and or you're wife. stuck. Yeah, like, and you're stuck in this like kind of this haze where you don't know if you're like awake or you're tripping or are you dreaming or are you yeah, in hell. Like in the so, world. Yeah, so you don't really have weapons. But Resident Evil, it's like 
Here's a grenade launcher. By the way, <laughs> the next monster you fight can eat eight grenades to the face. Yeah. So yeah. yeah so that's kind of why I see it's it's more you know in Silent Hill you're running around just wearing a pair of slacks and like a a shirt. Yeah. And Resident Evil you got like guns, clips, ammo, this that. Look at my beret. I've got a badge. Herbs. Yeah. Any herbs. Of you guys play Alan Wake? Are those games any good? I never got to play them. Me either. Which yeah. game? Alan Wake. Alan Wake. Mm, no, never heard of it. Those are it's not so much horror. There's suspense. Um, almost like novelistic suspense. Hmm. And I think they switched to Xbox around the 360. So the main best game they made was 360, but also the new game Control <gasps> is based is an extension of. That's why could, yeah, the Control DLC the is called... Yeah. Oh my god, you guys. Yeah. I remembered... The second best horror game ever made. Alone in the Dark? Dead Space. Oh. <laughs> no, Alone in the Dark was oh, great. I loved it. But Dead Space 1 and 2 were fucking phenomenal. And third was kind of meh. But dude, remember those first two games? They were yeah. so good. The third so was super scary. action, but the first two were terrifying. Yeah, you go through a fucking hallway in a spaceship and they have this like high pitched no like music that just makes you feel like a fucking thing's gonna jump out at any mm-hmm. moment and you hear it crawling in the fucking vents around you, right? You see a shadow in the hallway of it, but it never jumps out, right? And then it's like it's just so terrifying. Oh Yeah. And then when you fun. do see it, it's like body horror when you do see it. Yeah, it's like and doom. It's like you have to shoot off the limbs and it's all bloody and yeah. it's great. Yeah. And then I will say, throw it back to Sega Genesis when I was a kid back in 1991 or two, uh, Decap Attack, which is a fun game where you played as a mummy. It's a great game. I still play it. It's on the Sega Genesis collection. It's a great, 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 great game. Um, okay, Pete Fenlin asks, uh, so we have George R. R. Martin helping out for the story on Elden Ring, uh, but if you could have any, or if you could have anyone else help with a game, who would it be and what kind of world slash genre? And he said, also, I just started the Stormlight books after Aaron mentioned they were good the other week. Plus, I loved The Final Empire by Brandon Sanderson. So worth a look. Um, yeah, Stormlight's great. And if I was going to do fantasy, I would love a collaboration with him. He's probably the best living fantasy author right now for me. Um, but I don't know. Uh, anyone else to help with the game? I, I mean, you know, we just talked about it, but I'd love to see Guillermo del Toro <laughs> get to make PT uh, because them working together on a tiny demo is like sorry about the noise. So good. Um, I mean, the first thing that comes up not just because of the season is if I was to choose a writer, is I'd probably want John Carpenter to help with a legitimate like horror monster fighting game like because i mean i i don't need i don't read you know like narrative lore books so i don't have like a go-to to to make a new rpg for me and i trust the rpg guys that make the games that i like already but i think if i was to pick like pick one guy and have him help with something it would you already picked guillermo del toro i would definitely pick like guillermo del toro to help with monster designs for anything cuz the dude's yeah kind he's of amazing dopest guy uh, but i would say john carpenter but like john carpenter 20 years ago cuz his i yeah, mean he, he just he is about to drop a third lost tapes album which is really great i'm going to say john carpenter 40 years ago 30, 40 years 30, ago 
30 to 40 years ago because think about anything after 1990 that Carpenter made. And it's all oh, bad. Ghost of Mars and shit. Ghost of Mars, John Carpenter's <laughs> Vampires, uh, the the Ward. Uh, he did an okay uh, spot on Masters of Horror. I forget which one was his, but I remember liking it. But movie wise, he hasn't done anything good. See, I'm trying to think who I would go to. I mean, you know, Kevin Smith really proved himself with Widening Gyre for Batman, but I'd say John Carpenter and um, help us finally have a legitimate monster fighting game. You know, Capcom did a really great job with Darkstalkers but, uh, or Night Warriors and Vampire Hunter or whatever. Um, so yeah, I'll say I'll say John Carpenter, help us make a new fighting John Carpenter, team up with the Mortal Kombat team and finally make the, the horror fighting game. Please. Yeah. Uh, for horror, I'd love to see uh, one of my favorite horror authors who doesn't write much horror anymore does a lot of sci- sci-fi now is Dan Simmons he wrote a book called Summer of Night which is one of my favorite horror novels ever um, I would love to see him make a cool like survival horror game nice mm. what do you got any ideas on you I don't know I don't know much about writers so I can't really say from that perspective but I know manga writers. Uh, it would be awesome to see an open world fucking pirate game made by Ichiro Oda, who wrote One Ooh. Piece, because he fucking comes up it like with so many fucking characters and so many story arcs. I feel like nice. it would be a cool game because everything is connected. He has a plan for everything. He makes everyone like deep character, like everyone you know, every character you know what you know what their deal is. You know, I feel like he would do a good job. Uh, for horror, Junji Ito could make a cool horror game. Oh, we did yeah. miss that, Junji Ito. There's a game that's out there that's kind of told through a DOS perspective. It's kind of like told, not DOS, but it's told through like, it looks like an old, like ni- like early 90s PC game build. And it's a, it's a, it's a Junji Ito style horror game thing i'll try to see if i can find it and link it to you guys because i think it's like pretty fairly cheap and it's supposed to be like a really interesting kind of like a like one of those narrative kind of uh like text adventure games with that creepy jinji ito style like artwork yeah uh sorry my sister texted me. My niece is it's okay. They just moved back down, and she's my niece has been like, "We can hang out with Aaron now," because like you know. Oh like, shit, yeah. Uncle Aaron! And my sister's like, "We gotta make this shit happen," because that's all she's talking about. So I was like, "Nah, bro, I'm out here living <laughs> my life, so fuck that bitch." <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I love the I love the the idea of saying, "Man, fuck that bitch." And you're talking about like a five year old, six year old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that little bitch. <laughs> it's like that the the thing where the. Uh, the that surfer or like that like bro dude's friend has a kid and the kid's looking at him and he's like yo get your boy man oh Why's yeah your boy looking at me like that yeah he's like zan get your boy dude get your boy get your, and the kid's yo, why is, your boy looking at me like that the dog? kid's name and is talk like, <laughs> he's a toddler dude yeah they're like he's one dude. they look like, at everybody like that what are you talking about people. and then there's a there's another follow-up to that where he's like yo uh <laughs> he, that guy xander he's like zan uh like What's Hawk up to this week? You know, like what's what's he doing tomorrow? I was trying to see if I could come buy a squash beef with him. <laughs> and he's like, I mean, <laughs> he's one, so like he's just kind of wherever he's at the house. And he's like, can you like ask him if it's cool if I come by? <laughs> and, 
that's the real bros of Simi Valley. These guys are funny. Yeah. Oh, I you actually know, watched. Like the... um, I watched a movie this week on Prime. Hold on, wait. I have to go back before you do that. But the Xander thing is having my name be Alexander, and it took me until mid mid to late twenties to realize that Xander is a nickname for guys named Alexander. No, there's a lot of guys is, actually named Xander though. Is the most cringe shit I've ever heard in my life. I had somebody because there was a little stint when I was I started telling people my name was Alex or Alexander because I was like, let me use my middle name, and someone was like, oh, cool dude, can I call you Xander? And I was like, like Xander Cage? That's a no. Like no, you can't call me Xander. But yeah, I hate the name Xander. Rant over. Um. But the guy that plays Xander in the, that show was in a movie I watched called Wolf, The Wolf of Snowy Hollow. It's a werewolf movie that ends up not being about a werewolf, really. Uh, I mean, there's a quote-unquote werewolf, but it's like a guy that made a suit because he's a psycho, you know? Um, mm-hmm. It was pretty good, though. It, it's more about a guy dealing with his rage issues and his alcoholism. Um, and so the werewolf is sort of allegorical for the transformation of him drinking, you know, and becoming... Yeah. We anthropomorphize our demons, our mental demons into the realities and shit to deal with them. Yeah. Um, but there is also, like, a guy that's a werewolf in it. Um, but it was good. It, it's it's interesting. It's a weird movie, uh, <laughs> but I enjoyed it. Um, all right, so anyways, so Justin's... Wait, Warner, does the, the real werewolf eat the fake werewolf guy at some point? Uh, they fight, kind of. Okay. And cool. he kicks the shit out of him because he's super tall and, like, crazy uh justin zwerner says uh favorite halloween movie uh mine's definitely trick-or-treat or the original halloween i mean halloween the original is one of my favorite movies period um yeah the, the original halloween and the original nightmare on Elm street are like like favorite movies of period no matter what but halloween films i'm i'm with you dude trick-or-treat's a great movie yeah, Trick or Treat's really good. I've never seen that one. Oh, dude, it's Ooh, so you should good. look it up. It's fun. It's a fun little anthology. I love anthology movies, um, but I think that's probably one of my favorites of all time. Yeah, Trick or Treat is really great. Like To the point where like when I watched it, it was a friend who was like an okay friend of mine who asked me if I wanted to see it because he knew how much I like horror shit. And I was like, oh, cool, man, whatever. He made a point to like come to my house one day and like bring me the Blu-ray. I'm like, be like, here, watch it. And then I watched it, and I was like, oh, it is, this is actually pretty fun. Yeah, it's a, I mean, anthologies, I think, are the best format for Halloween films. Always. They're really fun, yeah, because it's like, this shit can happen to anyone, anywhere, right? Yeah, and you get multiple stories. Sometimes they're tied together. Um, I'll also give a throwback, Ginger Snaps. I always love the original Ginger Snaps, which is a really cool werewolf movie about two sisters. Um, you ever it- see that, Aaron? Uh, no, but is it on Halloween? Because I think this one is about just Halloween, like films that revolve around Halloween. Oh, uh, okay, no, I don't think so. Halloween um, 2, or I mean, sorry, Halloween 3 is actually really fun. Season of the Witch? Yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Yeah, dude. Three more days till Halloween, <laughs> Halloween, silver shamrock. Hell yeah, dude. Um, if you look up, like, interviews about the guy who played the main dude in that movie, he's, he's... so cringy because that was definitely the peak of his life. No, that guy was in and... a bunch of shit, and he's awesome. He's in, uh, we, we we Search the Darkness or whatever that movie is. We we Hunt the Dark. <laughs> what is that one with the fucking dude from... I don't Sir know. God? 
In Search of Darkness. He's oh, in, in Search of Darkness, yeah. And he's so he's so awesome. He's just an old dude now, and he's just like telling stories about the time. He's great. Yeah. Definitely also, to everyone listening, it's Halloween time. Look up the documentary In Search of Darkness, which they're going to do a sequel. It's a four-hour documentary of horror films through the 80s, and it's a really fun time. It's a really good watch. Yeah, it's on Shudder if you have it for free, uh, and it's really, really fun. It goes year by year, and they kind of go over all the big movies from the 80s. So it goes from, I think... 80 i might start in 79 but i think it goes 80 through 89 yeah um, and then also they're having an and that was four hours and 20 minutes long and right now they are i mean it ends on the end of october uh you can pre-order the part two which is going to be another fucking four hours of more horror movies they didn't cover uh and if you pre-ordered it before the end of halloween you can get your name in the credits that's cool yeah it's they had, they had a lot of really good cameos too, like Barbara Crampton's in there, and Barbara Crampton. Let me tell you something. Barbara <laughs> Crampton is like sixty, and she can still get it. She was like the horror, you know. She was. Boy, in, she was in Reanimator. She was in uh, Night of the Comet. She was in Chopping Mall. She was in all these movies, and she's like, you know, a famous screen screen queen who was like eighties hot, bruh. Six-year-old Barbara Crampton can that get big hair, lots of hair. Yeah, spray. it's so it. funny. The, the term "80s hot" definitely brings up a picture. No, but Barbara Crampton doesn't fit hot. into that. She was in Castle Freak, and I'm telling you, she's in like almost all the best movies back then. Uh, and she, she's just, she's like you know an older lady now, and she's, she's just a, so she's chill. a scream queen. She's just so chill now too. It was really cool to see all these people, and you kind of feel bad sometimes, like. Uh, when I see Jeffrey Combs now, I'm like, oof, he's old, and I love him. <laughs> Jeffrey Combs was the Reanimator in Reanimator. Yeah, he was uh, in one of my favorite horror movies of all time, which I'll talk about in Finn's question, which is the Frighteners, Peter Jackson movie. Uh, Fuck yeah, dude! dude. <laughs> my favorite line from that movie is Jeffrey Combs when he goes, "My body is a roadmap of pain," and he like opens his shirt and he's got all the cuts <laughs> on it, and the girl's like, "Okay." <laughs> wow. Yeah. Dude, that movie's um, fucking great. Yeah, uh, yeah, man. Um, okay, so, uh, Sunny, do you have a favorite Halloween? Favorite? Uh, does Batman Forever count as a Halloween movie? <laughs> they have a party. Batman there, Forever right? is Christmas. It's Christmas. No, wait, though. <laughs> no, no there's Trick or Treaters there. Remember, that's how ha- um, Two Face oh. and the Riddler got into the, his mansion. They were pretending to be Trick or Treaters. Oh, hey. we're thinking of Batman yeah, Returns. Work. We're thinking of Batman <laughs> Returns, which is the best Batman movie by that whole era. <laughs> Yeah, um, I don't um, know. I do love the Halloween movies, but like when I think of Halloween movies, I just think of horror movies. Mm-hmm. So it would be like The Shining or you know stuff like that. Yeah. Well, we'll get there. There's a question for that. Yeah, Ooh. there was there was there was one on Netflix. I forgot what it was, but there was an anthology movie which oh, one of them had of a little Halloween. kid teaming up with an older man that was the devil. But no, that's trick one or of treat. them. Good. That's trick or treat. Oh no, that's the little kid in the devil costume who's like a little monster. Yeah, no, and and. Uh, Are you thinking of Tales of Halloween? It might be Tales of Halloween. Is it the one? Did it have the moment where the girl leans over into this kid's ear and she says like 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 a like a like a like a riddle? Like uh, I, I wrote it down, but it's in an old no. Phone it's like no, tonight, the night of grave delight, and of these like she's like set, like there's some anthology film that was kind of obscure on Netflix for a bit and disappeared, and I thought it was really great. No, is and that the one was... where the kid stops eating after she uh, whispers in his ear? Oh, no, that's the box. 
That's that's oh that's I remember that. Um, you're very right. That is a very good anthology as well. What, what was that called? That one's XX. That's the one that's all uh, female directors. Okay, because there was also like a Halloween, no, a holiday movie that was like one of them was the Easter Bunny and it was super gross. Mm-hmm. One was Halloween, yeah. one was Christmas. There's a lot of really great anthologies. Like that horror anthologies Hol- are like my are like like the best. VHS. Oh, dude, VHS two yes. is one of the best ever. VHS two is so good. It has yeah. a. I don't know. I like the. I like half and half. <laughs> some of those segments are okay, and some of those are really good, and some of those are like, why? No, VHS one yeah. has two that are just trash. And the saddest part is mm-hmm. one of my favorite modern horror directors, Ty West, did one for VHS, and it's the one I hate. It's the one where the Which one? Uh, the girls in the hotel and then like her lesbian girlfriend follows them and kills her husband. That one. So she knocks yeah, that, that one that was, was so bad. I don't know. Yeah. The best, yeah. the best is VHS two, the one in Thailand. That one is so. Oh cool. my one? god! In the cult with the, the, the cult, yeah the school the thing. I don't know. I like the, goes, the first. In, I don't know. That wasn't my favorite. Oh, it's so good. The I aliens. think that one felt the most kind of disturbing. Because because we've kind of seen like footage of like countries like there like people could, like I've seen people get shot in the head in like videos like unfortunately like not, not that I look for that shit but usually when you stumble across a video of somebody getting like uh, firing squatted <laughs> it's usually like yeah it's in a jungle not somewhere. here it's in a jungle yeah and like that that seemed like a crazy guy could manipulate yeah it was very like. That really stuck out to me. Probably the most of the VHS is that. I that liked story. the one with the chick that turned into a weird flying creature. You know they made a show after that uh, called Siren with a lower mm-hmm. eye. After that one, mm-hmm. it was based yeah. on that. They fleshed short. it out. They I really out liked sure. that one a lot. Yeah, that one was cool. Uh, and the one with like a haunted house. That yeah, where the hands start pressing out of the walls and shit when they're yeah, running. yeah oh that shit God. was good. Yeah. Do not watch. Too. Do not watch VHS Viral or whatever the third one. That one is so bad. Oh, I watched it. It was bad. Yeah. I mean, still watch it, but it sucks. I couldn't. Finish it, it wasn't viral after all. No, I couldn't finish it. No, it was viral. I was sick when I was finished watching. Yeah. It was so stupid. Uh, okay, so Joe Tatulo asked uh, what my thoughts were on Mortuary Collection, which is the new um, uh, anthology that just came out. Uh, I enjoyed it. I didn't care for the wraparound story so much, but I did like the the fleshing out of the main character's story from the wraparound. Uh, I just think the ending was kind of like Ugh, whatever, but I liked uh, the the vignettes a lot. They're they're all really fun. Um, there's one where a guy gives birth to a baby through his dick and it explodes. So oh. it's, yeah, it's. <laughs> Okay. It's really crazy. <laughs> and the best part is it's like it's a frat guy and they're like I got to mute myself. <laughs> uh it's a frat guy who's like trying to get a girl to come to a party so he can fuck her and then ends up she like he takes his condom off to because he doesn't want to wear it, you know, he's like turn around and then he takes the condom off and then he ends up pregnant and she's like, "Yeah, bro, I'm not interested." And then like her parents are pissed cuz she keeps getting dudes pregnant. <laughs> yeah, it's very weird. I can't deal with this. What are your actual thoughts on this? Is this like hilarious or is this yeah, what is this? I, I enjoyed it a lot. It it's it's horror, but it's like more fun horror. Like, you know, anthologies are generally like more funny 
Yeah. You know, they do some silly shit. Like I remember one of those VHS movies had a really good uh, kind of stuck in the woods thing. You know, mm -hmm. but they'll be they'll be fun. But yeah, that sounds. (laughs) It's good. (laughs) Wow, that broke me. That gave me a good belly laugh. (laughs) (laughs) It's definitely it's on it's on uh, Shutter, I think. Um, But you can get a free trial of Shutter as well if you just want to watch it. It's you know ninety minutes. It's it's a good little horror Halloween movie. Um, it doesn't take place in Halloween, but it's it's a good movie for this season. Um, I don't know yeah. how much I want to watch a dick birth. And <laughs> that just doesn't sound fun. Well, you don't see it. You see a, a giant swollen dick for like one second and then just an explosion oh, great. of blood. Uh, Joe uh, follows up with, will Jesse be buying cy- cyberpunk at launch? And do you guys think it will live up to the hype? So the question, the answer is no. And I brought this up earlier in the episode when I brought up ghosts of Ghost of, of Sushima because I know that cyberpunk is going to so cyberpunk is going to be a huge deal and it's going to last for a long time. So with games that I know are huge deals that are not like completely in my direct wheelhouse, like something like a specific fighting game or a Capcom game or something. Um, I'm going to let that game breathe for probably I'm assuming probably almost a year. I'm gonna let that game relax. I'm gonna let them patch. The yeah, and then you can grab shit the they need to do. Game of the Year edition, get all the DLC, and get it for like yeah. super cheap. Or like it's 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 CG Project, so like they're gonna drop DLC for free anyways. Mm-hmm. But like same thing with Sushima. Like I waited until let the game be out, let everybody play it, um, let any patches they need to fix come out, let some extra DLC come out, uh, because I'm definitely interested in Cyberpunk. 2020 what is it 2017 what is it 2049 uh in the news by the way it got pushed back again 21 days yeah that's not bad Uh, well it sucks for people who like took off work and shit to like play it yeah but they're giving um the guys death threats now ah get out of here i know um game relax people are stupid yeah that's what i'm thinking is exactly it's a fucking game. Though I did say I sometimes, sometimes I want to... time to finish the game. I did say exactly. I kill Miyazaki sometimes when I'm playing Dark Souls. <laughs> I don't um, mean it, though. Like, not, I, I really just want to yell at him and be like, why are you like this? <laughs> I'm not really sure if I'm going to get a day one because there's still a possibility that I might. But knowing the games that I'm currently playing and how soon that game's coming out, I doubt I'll buy it right away. It's really going to be unless there's a ridiculous pre-order bonus that i cannot buy later which is not going to happen so i probably won't buy it right away um but i i'm definitely going to buy it and play the fuck out of it but i'm probably going to wait um a couple i like to like these really huge games like i wait till they um they get a couple patches in and stuff Okay. But I'm looking forward to it. I really am. It really looks great. I've seen a lot, and if you're interested in cyberpunk definitely look up some of the little small short vignettes they've made like i don't know if every if anyone's like aware like keanu reeves is really really into motorcycles to the point where he kind of like co-works and with this motorcycle company that like builds like custom like it's it's like a new company that makes their own motorcycles and their bikes are the bikes in this game so like there's a little four minute kind of like vignette of them meeting up to record some of the sounds and talk about the bikes. Also, if you look up Keanu Reeves motorcycle shit and the company, I forgot what it was called. So there's there is really cool stuff, and even with the cars, like the game looks very very interesting, and there's a lot of really cool stuff. But um, 
Uh, yeah, I'm not, probably not going to get a day one. I really wish there was a third-person view. It makes me sad there's not, but yeah. Okay. Uh, Eric Tyler says, what's your favorite genre of horror? I've always been afraid of found footage films. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say J-horror. Japanese horror was like my shit for a super long time. So a lot of my my favorite movies and a lot of movies that scared me the most were J-horror. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they're, they're, the Japanese are really good at making terrifying shit. Yeah. Yep. I like ghost horror a lot Mm -hmm. i agree um so and japanese like they're so good at it and like i've read a lot of japanese manga like you about that type of shit they do really good with ghost stories um and then i like anthologies too right because they're like it's it's fun you always get something new with it Mm -hmm. yeah there's always a my least my least favorite horror is like a a giant crocodile is (laughs) killing everybody yeah or like yeah i don't even classify that as horror (laughs) Yeah, but there are like they are, you know, like the creature horror, like it's just bad, right? I yeah, but could you really call Deep Blue Sea like a horror movie? The Meg, I don't know, yeah. like those movies, right? They're just. I think like, we need Kelsey. No. Go wake up Kelsey. She can talk Piranha. about Piranha. I remember Piranha <laughs> was a big deal. Um, Anaconda. I mean, Anaconda was fun, but still, Anaconda not- was great Not the first <laughs> one yeah oh my fun. goodness was so good <laughs> i agree with you with john voight <laughs> and jennifer lopez jenny yeah. on the fucking lock okay jenny on the crock no it was <laughs> yeah, <an> alligator <laughs> it was a oh belly left all right no like yeah what about you jesse my favorite horror like genre is probably just the, the it's blasphemy. I really love biblical, satanic, demonic stuff. So I love things like Exorcist, even stupid things like um, uh, the sixth or end of days with Schwarzenegger. I I really love and Robin Tooney from The Craft. Oh uh, yeah, um, you know with a I mean, really bad haircut uh, in that movie. Like maybe a little bit of Constantine, but um, no, I really love. I love monsters and like so for me it's two. It's I love monsters shit like Freddy and stuff like that, but I love blasphemy. So the more evil, demonic, and like iconoclastic you can make a film. Because like, I love like iconoclasm and iconoclast basically it's means like that like Hellraiser type of movie. Well, I, to be an iconoclast or iconoclasm is basically like you revel and enjoy destroying something other people hold sacred which is really rude you know there's forms of it that we can do that are very easy in culture nowadays like we can say fuck uh christianity and shit and that's fine so i like that concept but i love it all across the board so i really like watching stuff that's like demonic satanic possession demons um corruption of innocence that kind of shit and then I also do like monster shit, like you know Freddy and stuff. But um, I will tell you the opposite of this question. So I hold fucking... on. So you probably then love Conjuring, right? Because it's all about that shit. I like the Conjuring. Those are cool. Those are cool, fun movies. Yes. Yeah. I like okay. stuff like that. Like basically anything that blasphemes and anything that is truly evil, and anything like like I like the concept of like like when I would write certain songs back in the day that would have these concepts like I want you to listen to this song and then after when you go home I want you to go home with something that isn't going to leave you know like I almost want like to write music that 
possesses you. Like if you hear this song, like now you're possessed with something. So I love the idea of like demonic inheritance. And then, um, but I will say the opposite is, um, I hate torture porn. I hate stuff like hostile. <laughs> I don't like, like, I don't, like I don't, super, I don't like super slashy. What is it called? Uh, slasher type of movie. I'm gore, okay with, super I'm gore. okay with, I'm okay with slasher films. Cause I love like Halloween, but I don't like movies that are just to glorify like kidnapping, capturing and torturing people for the, like, I don't like when the, when it's a human being. What about saw? Like, what about saw? That's a good, that's, see, that's, that's a lot of that's a, torturing and shit like that. But that's, it's fun. That's a good thing. But the thing is, they put the fun thing with the games. Mm-hmm. You want to play a game? I like yeah. that. Yep. So Martyrs? I don't like... Go ahead, Aaron. Did you see Martyrs? No. No. I haven't seen Martyrs or Audition. Audition is a I liked Audition fucker. a lot. But that's because that's Takashi Miike. He's one yeah. of the greatest You know what? I've never seen time. Ichi the Killer. Dude, but another Miike film. He's the, He's one of the greatest living fucking filmmakers. I know. I need to watch those. It's you know his like favorite movie? you know, it's it's a well known like snippet about him. His favorite movie of all time, Starship Troopers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that has to be a troll. If you want to watch yeah. Miike and you want to watch something goofy and fun, watch Happiness of the Katakuris. That is one of the funniest movies. And I, I mean, I'm saying this. I haven't watched it in 20 years, but 15 years. But I remember being so shocked at how crazy it was. It's like horror comedy slice of life thing about these people who own uh, they open a bed and breakfast in japan and people keep dying and so they have to try to like hide that the few people are dying so people will come stay at their hotel and uh it's crazy there's fucking stop there's a whole stop motion segment that goes like musical it's very weird nice. but a very fun movie and it's yeah xx had that stop motion shit too yeah that's what's up uh, I will say one of my genres that I love too is cosmic horror, um, like aliens. Yes. So like uh, the thing, or what was the one that came out a couple years the ago? Void. Brother, really great one. The void, and that's uh, free the on void Netflix right now. Oh shit, that one was weird. The void was crazy, so especially by the end when he's like in that blue skin demon mm-hmm. shit. The void was so good. Yeah, and it's all practical, which I love. But Senya, the yes. thing with Cosmic Horror, Cosmic Horror is more Cthulhu than Alien. It's more extra dimensional, and it's more like things that we can't comprehend. Yeah, so the unexplainable, all, yeah, like the thing, the Odyssey, whatever it's, that one. It's, it is shit that when you see it, you'll go crazy. That's the Lovecraft horror is like, and it was so scary. Yeah. He went crazy. That's like how he always ended his stories. Like this guy went to go find this thing and then he found it. And it was so spooky that he went crazy. Well, that's, Oh my that's God. The- There's a Stephen King short story in the skeleton crew about that. Remember like the, the portal one where the kid goes through the portal to travel and he comes back crazy. Remember that? I haven't read the skeleton. I, I no, I just finished skeleton. Oh my God. That happens to Robin. Robin from Batman gets put into a Lazarus pit after he dies, and they bring him back, and he goes psychotic, and he becomes Red Hood and starts killing people. Yes. <laughs> and it was so scary. He went. It's crazy. really awesome. That's how I imagine Lovecraft finished a story. Like he sits back and he's like, "Hmm, did it again." <laughs> Every time he's like, "Well." What I will say is for anybody who wants to understand cosmic horror is, in my opinion, read the Dunwich Horror by um, H.P. Lovecraft. One, right? That's with all the fishmen that come out of the water? No. That's about, like, 
it's it's really kind of it's about a house and this weird guy and it's it's a short like a lot of his stuff is really short like it you can read it in less than an hour and um it will show you the concept of there's a certain area where someone's describing something to someone and you you understand that it's for people who don't get the concept not to be rude of um you can see something so insane that you go mad and he has passages where he tries to describe these things, which is where the where like Bloodborne came from, where they have all the multiple eyes and well, yeah, the weird insight. shit. That's the whole thing about Bloodborne is it's a Lovecraft, you know, love exactly. Story, and love letter. Um, yeah, terrifying. Um, if you read also, the Dunwich Horror, I just read a book called The Fisherman by John Langan, and that's a cosmic horror book that I actually really enjoyed, and it's it's really well done. It's told. Bro, you be reading books for real? Uh yeah, dude, I'm on book four of Stormlight <laughs> or book three of Stormlight right now, and those are 1,500 page books. And I how do you have the time to read books? It's so day. nice. It's an hour bath. Yeah, every day I lay in the tub for 20 to 40 minutes just <laughs> reading. So a lot of times it's empty, like I drain it because I'm hot, and then I'm just nude in the tub. <laughs> dude, I've seen it so many times with Brian, except he's not reading. He's playing like his Switch or whatever, you know. See, that's he's playing why, uh, that's why Fire Brian's, Emblem. That's why Brian's my soulmate. <laughs> Naked in the bathtub. <laughs> One day I'm going to text him and say, look down at the water and just know I'm in the tub <laughs> looking at the same water. <laughs> like the fucking Nightmare on Elm Street, the, the hand coming up mm-hmm. between the legs. Yeah, like that, the old, somewhere out there, where they're like two people are looking at the stars and they're looking at the same night sky together, but ours will be the tub. Look at your floating dick. <laughs> <laughs> know that I'm looking at my floating dick over here. Your tiny floating flaccid penis. No, no, tub dick's good dick because it's it's hot. Tub dick's oh, because it's warm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, so Dre Williams. Drain all the water. All right, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just depends. Depends on when you catch me. Plus he sees my dick in all forms: little, less little, kind of okay size, and then boner. Uh, all right, Dre Williams says. Uh, who would be your ideal D&D celebrity or otherwise group to play with? Uh, Joe Manganello plays, and I feel like there's a lot more secret players. Well, Vin Diesel's a big D&D guy. Um, but so, uh, so let's say, let's pick what? Two each? Well, so, pick two celebrities to play D&D with? Sure, yeah. I, um, I, my group would be the nerd poker guys. So Brian Posehn, Blaine Kapach, uh, Sarah. I don't know if they ever give her last name. Um, but the guys that play nerd poker, uh, they're all really, really, really funny. Blaine Kapatch is one of the funniest people on earth. Uh, and their D and D campaigns are very, very well done. Um, or, I mean, you know, the obvious is it would be great to have Matt Mercer DM for you just because he's the fucking, everyone loves him because he does all the voices and he's a voice actor. So he's really good at it. But I would say nerd poker for a group. And then, um, some of the guys from uh, Continue Cast, which are uh, it's a YouTube channel that I like, um, they're really funny, and they have a they have a podcast called Pretend Friends where they play a uh, tabletop game, and I think they're really funny, so I probably play with them. Uh, I don't play D anD did once. Uh, the tragic story. I'll tell the story another time. If I had to, I'd pick. Um, I know I have one. Which would be George Fisher, a.k.a. Corpse Grinder, who is the lead singer for Cannibal Corpse. Because uh, he's a super fucking huge fucking nerd. Like, the lead singer for Cannibal Corpse has, like, a, a wow horde tattoo. Like, 
when he holds the mic up to his mouth, it's on the forearm facing the crowd. Like, it's the most pronounced tat. It's like a horde. He's like a super nerd. I think he'd be fun to play with because I don't play D&D. So I think Corpse Grinder, uh, George Fisher, would be a cool idea. And then other than that, I don't know, man. Probably you, Aaron. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I'm truth. learning to DM on uh, on the Foundry now, so which is a t- online uh, virtual tabletop. So um, I'll run. I really think you sh- we should look that up. See if we can pull it off. If the sh- if streaming if doing the Foundry on Twitch works, uh, well, yeah, I can you know as long as everyone com- everyone's comfortable like speaking. I can use Streamlabs and then just share uh, do my screen. That's what I did when I uh, streamed uh, playing. Earth with Senya and Greg. Nice. You keep saying Earth. Earth mode. It's Earth ultra rapid fire. Oh, I just keep thinking of Will Smith. Welcome to Earth. <laughs> That's why every time you say that, I just keep saying Welcome to Earth. Senya, who's with her to be? Obviously the slobs, because you guys played. <laughs> well, like you know, honestly, I never played a lot of D and D. I played like a one nighter type of thing, right? When it's just like let's play D and D for mm-hmm. three hours. One but shot. I never played a campaign. Yeah, like, and I want to. I really want to. Um, it just never happened. But I would totally play with Aubrey Plaza and like Keanu Reeves, Ooh, some shit like that. Aubrey Plaza. Oh, but so that's great. just sexy time. They're both super hot and awesome. Well, no, I mean, they are both hot. If and awesome, we're yeah. doing that, then I want to play with Sade and John Mayer. <laughs> <laughs> and by play, I mean shirtless, oiled hugs on the couch. <laughs> you would just play bards like in a tavern. Yeah, story. Sexy bards. <laughs> um, all right, Aubrey Plaza would just be funny though, because she's so funny. yeah. She would come up with some weird, wacky, fun shit. You know what makes me super sad? Because she looks like she's super funny and like her sarcastic thing is a whole gimmick. But I feel like if she ever met me, she would actually be like upset and be like, leave me alone. Probably. I feel bad. But she's probably like you. (laughs) But I think she'd be like, go away. (laughs) I think she would say that to anyone. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. No, she'd be super nice to you. Um. All right. Senya says, uh, "No questions. <laughs> just come play Apex after you're done recording." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's let's wrap up and get a few games in. No what's, way. What's go taking a while. I'm so tired. He's going to Betty by. You're lucky, dude. It's because you're here. Because normally he'd be yelling at me to get off right now. Well, but we just not, yeah. we went long, so now late, we got to questions. I'm I'm an hour earlier than you, so. Also, it's Halloween, and yeah. we get. It's actually Halloween right day. now. Actually, no, almost. Yeah, we're about to get daylight savings though too, which is the number one best holiday of the year. We fall back, get a free hour of sleep. Mm, mm, mm. Oh my God, are you telling me the truth for real? We get yeah, an extra hour yeah. tomorrow. Three a.m. Uh, three a.m. on Sunday. On Sunday. Thank God. Oh, on Sunday, not tomorrow. Okay. Well, tomorrow night technically. Uh, okay. All right. So Finn Dietz Creek, one of our favorite people, who is cringing when he hears Jesse talking about hating on the Bible. Uh, says <laughs> favorite horror film minor alien tied with scream uh both great fucking movies we said both are perfect films i am uh hope you guys are well i agree i think both of those films are top tier um but i would probably put for a horror film i would put the thing above alien for me but i think scream is definitely up there in my upper pantheon of horror uh jaws which I was going to tell you guys earlier, uh, hating, you know, I hate all those animals. Well, your favorite too. movie of all time. Yeah. Jaws is like number one. Um, 
and then recent films man hereditary is like yes i was waiting for you to say that i'm like oh when is ari is gonna come out of there yes (laughs) brian told me the other day he's like i think i'm almost ready to watch hereditary (laughs) i keep talking to him about it i'm like so you ready to watch he's like uh what's he waiting for is he scared well it's all like the you know it's a triggery uh there's a lot of oh so there's a trigger okay yeah yeah it's like a parent thing so he's he's like i don't know if i'm ready to like no and then when i was watching i'm like ooh, this is not gonna be good for brian yeah he's he's a dad then a dad gets fucking set on fire and kids die it's it's a (laughs) dark movie oh bummer dude i watched the scene the other day i saw it on reddit someone was like tony collette got fucking shafted by everyone for not winning every award that year for 2018 because oh she killed it in that movie bro charlie's dead and she's just screaming just drop mom of the year i want to die it hurts too much i want to die Mm-hmm. that was a crazy scene yeah she was so good in that movie yeah that was a good movie what do you guys got what my turn mm-hmm. um oh my god it's so hard to say favorite because like up until like Ari Aster shit came out with Hereditary and Midsommar it's been like a like a, nothing was really that scary like yeah some of the parts of VHS was fun but nothing ever shook me since The Ring, which is corny Ooh, to think no. about. But Dude. like, I just remember that Dude, the fucking ring? movie got under my skin so much. And that's one of my up favorites until ever. Hereditary Midsommar, nothing ever did that, right? Yeah. Except for like the PT trailer. Dude, um, yeah. And you know what? That's so not corny sad? at all. When The Ring came out, that was monumental. Dude, you know what's so sad about that is that was Gore Verbinski. And he has done zero horror since. I mean, I guess a cure for wellness was like supposed to be scary, but it was not. And he's so good. The Ring is one of the best horror movies ever, and one of the best remakes that anyone's ever done. Yeah. yeah. That I mean, to tell you the truth, I'd put that over Scream, dog. I mean, if Scream just. Yeah. I understand. Does not scare me at all. But the thing like... is, Scream. So the Scream isn't. The opening, I, I I separate Scream into two categories. It's the opening scene with Drew Barrymore, and then the rest of the movie. The opening scene of of Scream with Drew Barrymore is one of the greatest horror things ever made. Yeah, like and then the rest her. of the movie is like fun, and it makes sense, and it did set a precedent for the '90s and for horror. Well, and for meta, and horror. for that's like the big deal of it. Is it? It came in with the meta aspect of it. Exactly. With like the, recognizing horror tropes and things like that yeah that was a very cool thing and that's why i like it but yeah i would scare wise i the ring is like top of the mountain for me for scares how about we do an honorary mention to the raft in creep show too because that shit was so good dude the raft raft with kevin bacon no the raft with the guys that's the the, that's a river it's a Stephen king thing where they put it in creep show too and it's about a raft in well, the creep shows lake. all Stephen King. All of the creep shows are Stephen King stories. Yeah, yeah. Um, hmm. And he's in. He's in two. Yeah, he's a truck driver, right? He's the yeah the old guy that sees the fucking moon, the moon rock or whatever, and becomes a furry grass man. Dude, uh, but in the raft, it's like this fucking thing. It's floating in the lake, and those teenagers they're on the fucking platform, right on the raft or whatever, in the lake, just chilling, and then the fucking thing has. Fucking tentacles coming out of it, pulling them Dude, in. Like, it's have you crazy. watched it recently, though? There's I a... did, and it holds up. No, no, it the does. fucking practical effects are no joke. It does, but there's that fucking moment where <laughs> two people have died. Like, these people have watched two people die, and this dude. 
just starts feeling up on a sleeping girl's titty for no reason. I know, but I'm also like, you know what? Could happen. Yeah, totally could. he was going to die, so I get it. Like, whatever. But the best part of that is you think he gets away, and he thinks he gets away. And then the motherfucker comes up like a wave. You know the funniest thing? So I watched the shit. Okay, my obsession with horror really stems from the fact that my mom let me watch horror movies since I was like four. So I was a really little kid watching all these horror movies, right? Like Hellraiser shit. Like all of this, like the raft. And when I couldn't process it, I'm like, why is this thing like what's happening? She's like, it's because people are littering, spitting and blowing their nose into the <laughs> waters. That's that's what makes so the fucking thing. Right? <laughs> How fucking weird. <laughs> right? I'm like, ooh, I better not do that. I, I remember watching Creep Show <laughs> with my friends uh, when I was like twelve, uh, and the the first one has this uh, sw- um, the scene where this lady hits a guy, a homeless guy, with her car, and she like drives him home, and like you know whatever she like leaves him in the garage and he dies, and then he kept saying, "Can I get a ride, Miss Stanford?" <laughs> ah. Like he's like this weird zombie, and we used to do it all the time. I just he's like Dover because he's trying to go to Dover. I guess I don't know. Creep shows are great. Both of those movies are great. I don't remember three. Yeah. Three was made way later and it was not good. Um, Jesse, favorite horror film? Uh, favorite horror film is Nightmare on Elm Street, the first one, but it's tied with Halloween. Yeah, Halloween is another one. And I mean, the, 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 it, the, it really is kind of like really frustrating because it's like those two, then it's the thing. But I mean, I'll, I'll pull the thing out, but it's it's Nightmare or Halloween or it's Evil Dead 2013. Yeah, Evil Dead. It's Evil Dead 2013 because the thing is, Evil Dead 2013 is always a delicious treat to look at, no matter what scene it true, is. True. I'm really bummed. I was so lazy. I didn't cut out the clip. I wanted to make a bite for us to chick ch- clip in tonight of uh, David. You have to get me out of here. Yeah. Like, I, I really love that. Like, sometimes I looked it up on YouTube and I just listened Dude, to her. I just watch it Mia like, over so and over again. good in that movie. And that's, yeah. like, she's playing fear so well. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck they did with that girl yeah. for that movie, but that movie stands, a, a, stands alone on the side to so much. That um, when it comes to horror, that I I when I think about like favorite horror movie, it just stands on its own because I don't know what to do because it's I'm supposed to say oh no the original Evil Dead is better but no it's not like the 2013 remake is better than all of the other movies and I love the other ones. Well, it's a better horror movie than all those other movies. hundred percent. It definitely is. Yeah, it 100%. is definitely my flavor and color of movie like i think it's almost i think that might be my perfect favorite horror film of all time like i love nightmare on elm street i love halloween and i know the reasons why i'm supposed to say that and i do genuinely feel those reasons why i feel that but i have no qualms and i have no stutters when i go evil dead 2013 is like i will turn that shit on at any time and i really love it so yeah that, yeah, that's it. That's my vote, dude. And and it's like I love her in it as Mia. And it's not even in the stupid way of like, oh man, yeah, she's so cool and awesome and she's so hot. Like, no, like I love that character. I would love to sit next to her on his tree stump and just cry in the woods. 
you know? Or I would love to, like, after, like, running through a patch of brambles, just, like, be pulling out thorns out of our fucking feet and just be next to her in that, in that patch of, like, wilderness. Like, I really love everything about that movie. And even the behind-the-scenes stuff kind of captured enough, but also left enough out to leave a little bit of um, kind of... Uh, wandering for the mind of what was really going on when they filmed this because they give you a lot of ideas of it was a stressful work environment they had to get it done uh it was really cold it was really fucked and they always make you think that it's so hard to film a hollywood movie but you kind of feel like i don't know i don't know man even the 2013 all day let's go okay uh brian McAllister says bring up naruto <laughs> you did actually i did i didn't bring it up but you brought it up. It came up like a few times. Mm-hmm. You brought up the Naruto run. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little later on, you brought uh, up Earth Jutsu. Uh, Earth Jutsu. And then I think you brought up, yeah, I think that was it, those two. Uh, well, I got him. So, quote him at. I always, I always bring up Naruto. Uh, and then Steve <laughs> Miles, our last one, says, until the end or remembering never. Uh, until the end, always. I don't know what that means. Those are two bands that had the same lead singer. Uh, and one of the same guitarists. Um, but my good friend, Dan Mason, was in Until the End. So, Until the End, Until the End. Okay. Plus, Until um, the End was a straight-edge band. Remembering Never was not, I don't think. I would say Iced Earth Horror Show. <laughs> horror Show. <laughs> please. Horror Show. <laughs> please, watch. Please listen to my favorite album, Horror Show. Iced Off. Iced Off. <laughs> So the uh so to um just to respect last week's episode, (laughs) go ahead, Aaron. No, I said do not play Earth mode. It is too strong. (laughs) No, I'll read them. I got them up too if you want. Why does this always happen? (laughs) Um, really, I can't read some questions. No, no, no. I was saying if if you didn't have them up, I have them up too. But yeah. Oh, they're up here. Yeah. Um. So we apologize last week for forgetting. Justin Zwerner. Uh, said, what's your weapon of choice for the upcoming zombie apocalypse? This gets me a little bit. I have some anxiety because I'm wondering, what do you mean? What are my limitations? Because my weapon would be, give me a fucking helicopter. I'm out of here. So I guess we're saying, what is a handheld melee weapon to, or a handheld uh, item used to fight zombies? Right? A spear. A good, strong spike. So I can just stab their brains and keep it moving. Stab them from like six feet away. I'd say a shotgun with infinite ammo, but that doesn't make sense. No, you don't want live. <sighs> if they're running zombies, uh, a gun with one bullet so I can blow my brains out because there's no way I'm surviving that. If they're slow zombies, yeah, like either... Uh, man, what is the the staff? Like a glaive. Uh, like, okay. you know, like a long stick with a sharp object at the end that I can just stab into their heads. Yeah, because I mean, cause I was really thinking about. I cheated. I looked at this earlier. I was thinking. I'm thinking. I'm like, take guns out of the option because you can't have infinite ammo, and you know, I would assume a really perfectly perfect katana, like a good sword or a good sword. I mean, I think you'd want like something curved because it slices better. But what happens if? It gets lodged in something, or if a zombie falls on it and it drops out of your hand, then you lose it. That's why I said a spike. You can just yank. <clears throat> I think good, I would still say some sort of a good leather sword. jacket and a good pair of thick jeans. 
and boots, so you can't get bit. You know what? Fuck that. I know what my answer is. A nice play- pair of newly oiled rollerblades. Because <laughs> I'm skating outside. This? You're just going to see me grinding on the fucking rails. <laughs> no, but I would probably say, um, to be truthful, I would probably say a sword. Either a straight sword or probably a slightly curved, like, katana, maybe two and a half, three feet long. Like, not a full size, but, like, short katana. Senior, what you using? I was gonna say katana too, or like a chainsaw or some shit, you know. Mm. But it has to be something that can't run out of resources, which like makes a machete or a katana probably the best weapon, as long as yeah. you can sharpen it. Well, I would uh, walk outside of my house with my chainsaw and a megaphone, and I would say, <laughs> "I hope y'all know I pack a chainsaw." What? Your <laughs> 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 restaurant. <laughs> All right. Um. <clears throat> so. Hyatt Sutton says, do you guys have Shudder if so? Any recommendations? I think you did that a little bit earlier, but Aaron, what are some good things on Shudder? Tell young Jamie to mute your phone. Uh, Shudder. Host was actually really good. That was uh, the recent Zoom call movie. It's a very fun little popcorn movie. All shot on Zoom. It's all people in their own houses. You know, it's it's very quarantine friendly, which is kind of fun. Um, But they did a really good job. There's one shot that I found uh unnecessary like a ghost kind of shot which i was like eh. um but i mean some people might like it it's just i was like eh, i didn't care about that but it's fun it's a good movie um last drive-in with joe bob briggs they have a whole season uh or two seasons i believe starting oh that's great it's yeah. a review series right yeah, dude you remember last drive-in back when it was on tnt yeah yeah it's the same guy uh and I was telling you, that's the one that has Diana Prince as um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Darcy, the male girl. Um, yeah. And, you know, if you're into porn, she's a porn star. So, uh, well, X, obviously, she's probably Subpar act, subpar. Yeah, she wasn't like a, you know, main, you know, she wasn't like super famous or anything, but she was a, you know, pornographic actress. Um, yeah. My and performances are like a seven and a half out of ten. Maybe a six. Listen, they're all good to me. Um, <laughs> but that's, they're really fun. So you can catch up on some older films. You get some commentary. Joe Bob is like an old Texas redneck. Uh, and he has, you know, he injects a lot of his politics in it, which if you just take it as a character, it's pretty fun. Um, yeah, he definitely plays a character. He's very, very definitely very Bruce Campbell-y mm-hmm. where he does have like, he has the, the facial, facial structure and like the accent, the voice of like, he's playing, he's definitely a character. Um, but the, he has, there's two seasons of that and they, they watch a lot of good movies. Uh, one of them being the house of the devil by, uh, Ty West, which is one of my favorite horror movies of all time, which is incredible. I'm, I'm happy that you brought it up. Mm-hmm. Everyone go look up house of the devil. It's great. Also, I own the record first print. It's such a great record. The music is really wonderful. It's not what you think it's going to be, but it's really, really, really great. Really fun stuff. It's really a good listen. Mm-hmm. Like listen to it while you're washing dishes. It's great. Yeah, Ty West is great, and he did two, well, one amazing horror film, another one that's pretty good, uh, The Innkeepers, which I thought was pretty good, and then he did The Sacrament, which I really liked, and then he mm. did a Western with uh, Ethan Hawke, of all things, and I need to watch that, actually. It's oh, supposed shit. To be really good. Yeah. Nice. Um, what else? Um, I mean, there's a lot of, like, I watched Fright Night the other day on Shudder. There's so many nice. movies on Shudder. Uh, there, 
new movies. Yeah, they've got all the Blumhouse stuff now. Um, I think is on Shutter. It might be on Prime. But those those three Blumhouse films they did, I, I Welcome to the Blumhouse. I've heard they're all bad, so I would probably skip them. Oh bummer. There's a lot, man. Shutter's worth like, it. Definitely watch Creep Show the series, and then uh, they have Creep Show two on Shutter, I believe, still. But yeah, lots of good stuff. You guys hear that? Yeah, yeah, was that? that was a race car. That's Sick, no, the bikers, two um, Kawasaki buddies racing on the street. <clears throat> um, the last question of the night, a little redundant, but also under, a good one. I went over, but yeah. Uh, he says, uh, Brian Marshall tells us, tell us some of your favorite scary movies we have. And here's the good one. Last, uh, last quip of the night. Memorable Halloween moments. So does anybody have... Like a Halloween story, you know, like something that we've, like, I, I I can give you one. Like, I I grew up in a religious household, kind of. My mother was religious, my father wasn't, but I wasn't allowed to celebrate holidays. So, like, I remember in like middle school, like on Halloween, like I was bummed because I couldn't go out and do Halloween shit. But at that time, my dad had a boat, and um, it was on the side of the house, and um, yeah, me and my friend, we hid in the boat, and I had a tangerine tree at the time so he took a bunch of tangerines and as like late like probably like eight nine ten like when it was dark um we were just throwing tangerines at people but they couldn't see us um i mean i would break them first because it was like rude i don't know why i thought to do that because i was young and i figured i wouldn't think about damage but um that was fun throwing tangerines at trick-or-treating teenagers it was like after hours when the bad kids were out um other Halloween moments that are like fun are like when I was older and like I was like out partying and like I don't really see the idea I don't really see the the value in saying like oh when I was twenty seven or twenty nine at like a party Halloween party this dope thing happened um, I think more childhood stuff and I I didn't get to experience Halloween as a child unfortunately and the first time I got to experience Halloween was. Uh, hiding in 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 a boat and throwing tangerines at um, the older kids who were like walking around in the middle of the night. Yeah, I mean, I had all kinds of good Halloween memories. I, Halloween's always been one of my favorite holidays. Um, my favorite is just like being a kid and you know, going out once, going to the rich neighborhood, get all the big candy bars and all the good shit, and then going home wearing last year's costume and going right back out. <laughs> Go to the nice. same place, swap costumes, get another pillowcase full of candy. Um, see, that was cool. Like, I did have friends that would have... I would always see their bags of candy and and they would give me some. So mm-hmm. I, I luckily was able to like, oh, they'd give me some of the candy, but I, I actually, I have never... I never... Oh, I'm going to cry. I'm not going to. I've never trick-or-treated. Yes, I am also a child who is going trick or treating <laughs> on Halloween. No, it makes me sad. I think about it sometimes. I've ne- I never got to, I never got to trick or treat, and it like sucks. Yeah, you could do it now. Just put no, mask on. but I no. did get to, I did get to fuck a trick <laughs> just as a pirate mom. while wearing corpse paint, so that's fine. <laughs> I never trick or treated either. That's only because I'm an immigrant. There's it's not a thing, you know, trick or treating. Yeah, anywhere else, but. I am looking forward to it once Max is older and we can totally trick or treat together. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> so you'll be like, mom. I'm his sister. 
Trick or treat, bitch. Give me one. Give me a Snickers bar too. Did yep. you hear her though, Jesse? She's fucking straight up went protective. I said you could do it now, and she said no. <laughs> no, you can't do it now anymore. No, you have to. Uh, it's like creepy now. If you just see a dude trick or treating no, by himself. You wear a big mask and then you just pretend you're a teenager. They're the same size as us. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Well, here's the thing, though. Here's also what I do is like, so Haribo makes these gummy vampire bats that are the sour gummy vampire bats, and we sell them at the the uh, the place of business I work at. So when we got two boxes in, I just bought a a box. Like yeah, dude. I was gummies, in the back and the forever. girl was opening it. And she's like, I got to put these out. And I'm like, how many come in a box? She goes 12. I'm like, how much are they? She's like the two bucks a bag. And I was like, just give me a whole box. And I just like, as an adult, I can just, I can just buy copious amounts of candy. So I'm it's so yeah. And I don't have to deal with the, the candies I don't like. I, but I do know the excitement of like getting the candies you don't like. And, Ooh, I got this one and that one. Um, but yeah, like right here I have, this is a bag of Haribo happy cola, the cola gummies. Those are Keith's favorite. That's one thing I miss about recording with you live in person is you always brought me delicious gummies. Yeah, dog. You know how it is. I love gummies. <laughs> I gotta say, for candy, I'm not gummies a chocolate person. Best. I love gummies, dude. I love Starbursts and I love gummies. The gummies are nice because when you when you bite them, they like you like bounce off of them. Mm-hmm. You get to like do the little chew, join, 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 join. It's like <laughs> it's a fun time, man. But yeah, I never got to trick or treat, so. Bro, I ate a bag of twin snakes over the week this week. You know, just like a regular bag. I would eat like three Fuck a night. Yeah, bro. It's an eight ounce bag. Nice. Purple, purple and orange, and blue and red, top tier. Yellow and That's green. That's not bad. Tight, but yeah. But all right, it's late. Let's go to bed. Yeah, good call. Yes. Senya. How long was this episode? Three hours. No way. Three hours and 42 30. minutes. <sighs> this might be our longest episode. We barely episode. even talked about Deftones, too. Uh, yeah, it's true. It might be our longest episode. For a true Deftones chat. Uh, three hours and 32 minutes right now. All right, let's get on Apex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I'm going to bed. I'm going to go jump at the apex of the height of my jump and land right in my bed. <laughs> well, enjoy that jump. You're gonna jump into bed, and then Kelsey's gonna roll over, and in your ear, she's gonna whisper, "Did you know that crabs are the most efficient <laughs> evolutionary animal?" Hey, I'll tell you this: <laughs> benefits of uh, being married and being, you know, living with someone. While we were recording, she rolled over, and both of her titties fell out of her shirt. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I was like, nice. I literally thought in my head, nice. She's fully asleep. She's wearing a sleep mask right now that's like a black headband that goes over her head and it has Bluetooth audio in it so she doesn't hear me. Holy <laughs> shit, dude. Future time. But that's what's up, man. Spoilers. I'm going to go sleep in another room tonight because she has to wake up at like 6.30 and your boy is not trying to wake up at 6.30 on a Saturday because he won't go back to sleep. I mean, I don't get when you say that. She just can't roll out of bed and walk out quietly. When she wakes up, does she start banging pots? Bruh, yes. She's a lady. Ladies don't like to let other people sleep while they're awake. They're like, no, I'm up. She wakes up and just starts singing like a Disney princess. I'm awake. (laughs) No, honestly, on work days, she's quiet for sure. But I'm a very light sleeper. And I am used to waking up in the morning. So I wake up. And if I wake up 
when I hear her, my body goes like, we have to get up. It's work time. <laughs> so hey there's brian uh yeah so I, I i figured we were finishing up so i'm back okay. in the basement no you're all right um so yeah usually friday nights i sleep in the other room and then that way i can turn the sound machine on there and i won't wake up for shit yeah i mean i'm pretty racist towards those <laughs> <laughs> nice right, dude i here. think i like that guy <laughs> good night everybody <laughs> wait well where can they find us all that shit really quick everywhere nerds the podcast uh, y'all motherfuckers know who we are get at us y'all we love you happy halloween hey, if you're interested happy in watching, halloween. if you're interested in watching the streams uh we usually post uh if not you can find you know we usually post on our facebook facebook.com forward slash nerds the podcast um which is the same for twitch twitch tv uh twitch.tv forward slash nerds the podcast but if you need a link we've got them all over facebook um usually any night i'm streaming jesse's with me so it's like a mini episode Except for when I leave the yeah. party because I'm mad at him. Uh, but yeah, and then if not, he's at the Jester nine five four. He's usually streaming every night. Correct. Late yeah, we night. love you guys. Thank you, Sanya, so much for hanging out with us and being our friend. What it was awesome. Surprise. Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah thanks for having me. It was fun. Anytime. We'll do this more. Yeah. Any off the awesome. rails. Always. <laughs> Always. Um, and remember, everybody, listen to Deftones, you dummy. Yep. Yes, it's the best band ever made. The best band that's ever existed. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. Take care of yourselves, guys. Bye.